0: Bit. Absolutely,
1: it's good. Man, this is—it's a marathon, you know. These movies, yeah. and then the podcast to record—you got to match it. You got to make sure yeah. that people get their money's worth whenever they listen to this. You know, the money people they give. Want us. it?
0: I think people went to go see Endgame thinking, "How long is this movie going to be?" Because I know, let's talk about stuff has to do a podcast that's of equal or matching length, mm-hmm. Yeah, of equal or matching, <laughs> equal or greater length.
1: <laughs> I went with it too, I was like, yeah,
0: uh-huh, that's there right. There we <laughs> yeah. I know you gave me something that's equal, but
1: I'd rather have mm. something that's <laughs> matching if possible. Do you have that? Some people are specific about their words, it's fine. <laughs> right, we accept yeah. all kinds here. Yeah, that's all good, mm-hmm. it's all good.
0: I'm with you. Um, so, here we are just dragging this out as long as possible. Uh, dear listener, if you're looking at your podcast app and your, your eyeballs are bulging out of your head like a cartoon uh, character from the 1940s, uh, this is, in fact, the runtime. And it is, hopefully, <laughs> as long or matching the <laughs> runtime of <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Uh, because we had a lot to discuss. We had a lot to discuss. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I guess maybe we should just... Get get things started, it, because I, I've, I've got a lot of a lot of
1: notes. Yeah, cool. Well, first off, I guess we're just going to jump in there, and we're doing it. And oh, uh, yeah. I'm Stephen Staventures Fisher.
0: <laughs> and I'm Brent Hibsimble-Hibbard. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Oh, man, that's fantastic. We, <laughs> I'm glad I looked out and saw that on the script. I You know, I was going to put some uh, Fast and Furious-related uh, mm. nicknames in there for us, um, but everything I was coming up with... Was like spoilers for this movie, and ah, I don't want to do that yep. from the jump. You know, I don't want to ruin this movie for anyone because it's an experience. The marketing team for this movie did such a great job of not spoiling things mm-hmm. that I, I, yeah, if possible, go into this movie clean because it's rare that that's that's possible yeah. in this day and age. Nah, no. Nah. I yeah. saw some previews for, um, man, what was it? i I don't know on on my second viewing of in game I saw some some trailer that just like essentially laid out the whole entire plot like you could see where things were running from the beginning to the end of uh whatever movie it was, and uh I was like wow that's that's it's all kind of right there yeah. and uh yeah it's so we're not going to do that here. We're going going to uh, try to keep this as spoiler free as possible up to this point. Um, because keep in mind, spoilers is spoilers. Ooh. What does that mean? It could mean any number of things in this movie. <laughs> so just keep that in mind.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's been. Uh, I was afraid. You know, they they have this whole campaign about like don't spoil the end game, which is awesome. And uh, I was. Af- yeah. you know, You're still afraid though. like the internet people are just dicks and it can happen or whatever, and so. Uh, Mm -hmm. I really didn't like curb any of my behavior. I still went on Reddit and Twitter and all this stuff, but everybody was really cool about it. Um, it really wasn't until I had seen the movie and it was like Friday or Saturday that, um, I saw some, like some stuff or whatever that kind of hinted at things even. So, uh, everybody's been pretty, from what I've seen, everybody online pretty, pretty awesome. So, uh, we don't want to ruin that either for anybody. So, uh, Mm -hmm. I, I guess in the beginning, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get into some non-spoiler talk, but uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about if there's not spoilers involved, so we're definitely going to hit those real soon. So,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so uh, before we, we jump into that, I do want to say, um, and I forgot to do this last year, but uh, Free Comic Book Day is coming up. It's the first Saturday in May every year, and uh, you can go to your local comic retailer um, and you can find uh, your... That retailer, if you go to um, comic shop locator.com, I believe, okay. and you just type in your zip code, you go there, and on that Saturday, you can go in, and the retailers have special books they order that are uh, for free to hand out, and while you're there, go ahead and buy something, you know, support your local community, nice. it's not like there's a, a big chain of uh, comic retailers that are nationwide, it's just mom and pop shops, mm-hmm. essentially, so go there and support them, because they're the ones who put out these comics that are essentially like the R&D department for some of these blockbuster temple movies, superhero or otherwise, so yeah, definitely awesome. uh, go support them.
1: Yeah. I, you've talked about this in the past, uh, but I've never actually gone to a free comic book day. It wasn't really until recently that I found a comic book shop really close to our house. And yeah. so now I, I think I'm gonna go try to hit them up. I haven't been there in a while. I try to, to go there and buy some like Funko Pops every once in a while or something. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and uh, but yeah, that'd be kinda of fun. I was about to ask though, you know, is is it kind of busy? 'Cause I don't like a lot of people or crowds. And then I was like, No, yeah. but I bet the people at Free Comic Book Day also don't like people in crowds. They're probably introverts like me. This is fantastic. We're all gonna go there and not talk to each other, or maybe we will about nerdy stuff, it'll probably be fine. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. It honestly it's probably gonna be crowded. It gets crowded here in, in Tulsa yeah. and I'm sure it's gonna be there as well. But you know, if you kind of go later in the day, maybe it might be be easier for you but usually shops run other deals or promotions at that same time so they may have you know percentage off of you know whatever other items you've got yeah, but cool. um yeah it's definitely worth uh, worth going and checking out some uh, some free stuff why not sweet okay so should uh like we said you know this movie discussion is going to be filled filled to the brim with spoilers, so if you are planning on seeing this movie, and let me just check the numbers. Oh, everyone on the planet is going to see this movie. Uh, okay, yeah, go ahead and uh, pause it here, and uh, come back to it, and uh, and uh, listen in, um, because, yeah, you don't want to be spoiled for this movie. There's some big things that happen in this movie. Possibly the biggest things that have yep. ever happened in the MCU happen in this oh, movie, yeah. so stay unspoiled, and uh,
1: we will wait. And we're waiting with three hours of dead air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, we're gonna equal or match that runtime. <laughs> well, I'm gonna jump in first with some uh, of the cast, okay. uh, which is huge. So I'm just gonna actually just read it off of the the sidebar in Wikipedia to make it easier for me. Uh, okay. But uh, <laughs>
0: you know who you know
1: who's playing who at this <laughs> yeah, point. Right? You know, you we're to.
0: 22 movies in.
1: Yeah. Oh, on that note, yeah. I do love you know some people like some joke things whatever on Twitter they'd be like, uh, if I've only seen like this movie or these movies of the MCU like, can I watch this one? Like, will I understand? And like one person said, um they're like, I've, <laughs> I've only seen Iron Man 3 and like Justice League. Can I see this? <laughs> <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> Something like that. I was like, I thought that was amazing. Um, yeah. so, uh, this again was directed by the Russo brothers, Anthony and Joe Russo. Um, who had done uh, let's recap that. Uh, they had done Silver War. Well, I guess they did, uh, before that. they did Winter Soldier. Is that what they Win- started? Winter Soldier, yep. Civil yep. War, Infinity War, and now The Endgame, uh, the culmination Correct. of all yep. of these events. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're awesome, so that's great. Um, screenplay was by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who I believe were the also the screenwriters for the cat movies going through. Um,
0: uh, all three cat movies, and then, uh, yeah, Infinity War and... And uh, in-game yep. here. So, Proving
1: yeah. that Cap and his series is the heartline of this entire thing. Um, mm-hmm. And he's amazing. Um, <laughs> Hashtag Team Cap. <laughs> uh, so this was starring Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hibsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Don Cheadle, Paul Rudd, Brie Larson, Karen still in, Karen Gillen, uh, Denae mm-hmm. U- Guerrera, Bradley Cooper, Josh Brolin. So yep. that's just all the people I'm going to include. There's probably a lot more even after that. So, You think so? You think there are other actors in this movie? There's a lot of people, Brent. There's so many people. There's so much going on. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah.
0: yeah, so uh, let's go for the the plot of this movie. And uh, at this point, I have seen this movie twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on Thursday night at 7 o'clock and then again last night with my wife. Um, at uh, like 7.15. Okay. And uh, so uh, upon the second viewing, I uh, was able to absorb things a little more and uh, cool. kind of see how the the uh, puzzle pieces were, were put together a little bit. So uh, for the plot of this movie, we, uh, we catch up with the remaining heroes at the beginning of it who have um, uh, Tony's out in space and whatnot. Captain Marvel retrieves him and uh, brings the remaining heroes together. Now they come up with an idea to track down Thanos, confront him and bring everyone back. And which is what we think the, you know, this fourth Avengers movie would be. And uh, they get that out of the way real quick. They, uh, they go to confront Thanos, but his arm is all burnt up and in a sling uh, because he used the infinity stones to destroy the infinity stones. And it, misfired and scarred up his uh, the side of his body, including his face. And um, after that confrontation, Thor's had enough, just cuts his head off, kills Thanos. Damn. We are in the first 10, 15 minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. So... That's it. That's the entirety of Endgame. Thank you for listening. Uh, we we have so much more time to fill. Um, no, so then there's a jump to five years later, and the text is just like slowly pops up there. And both times I saw this in the theater, people were like,
2: "What?" Um,
0: because it's they don't hint it's crazy. That at no, all. yeah, nope, yeah. not none at all. Like yeah. even
1: even this segment is this is this spoilers to you or not? Because I literally like going into this movie. I knew that they were gonna try to reset some of the things, and they were going after Thanos. Like that's exactly the mm-hmm. plot that I understood, and that happens in the first 15 minutes. So it's like it's yeah. hard to even talk about outside of that, right?
0: Yeah. No, th- this is all spoilers. We're we're well into Sweet. the spoiler territory. We're just yeah, going
1: for it. Excellent.
0: Again, spoilers is spoilers. So um, at this point, the the characters of the Avengers or the the remaining heroes, I should say, are kind of spread out and whatnot. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing for the most part. Um, Black Widow was kind of running point with a bunch of other hero characters to try to, I guess, um, see what they can do about putting things back together. But, I mean, it's it's hard because Captain Marvel's way in deep space, roadies in, in Mexico, um, you know, Rocket and Nebula are out doing whatever they're doing, making fun of uh, Captain Marvel's haircut. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Cap's had a, a support group uh, with one of the directors there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I should also point out that uh, the comic creator Jim Starlin is in that scene. He oh, cool. is the creator of Thanos and a lot of big Marvel epic sagas. So I thought it was cool that they put him in because Thanos is like the villain of the MCU. Like mm. we all love Loki. We all love um, uh, uh, Malekith.
1: yeah uh you know but uh but but Thanos is can totally see his face and remember everything in the plot of that movie that happened absolutely Absolutely. absolutely, totally totally yeah 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) um but uh but yeah we Thanos is the one like if if there's one villain that you have to seed showing up for 10 years uh and shows up with a, a major impact Thanos is the the big one, so I'm, I'm glad they got to to put him in there. Um, so I'll uh, I'll try to speed up this this last portion of it just so we can dive into the details here. Cool. But through confluence confluence of events, um, Ant Man is freed from the quantum realm. He meets up with the remaining or uh, surviving heroes on Earth. Um, they pull Tony Stark into the whole situation uh, and um, Bruce Banner as well. And Um, between a number of those characters, they're able to essentially create a time machine. Um, Clint gets brought in. um, He's turned into an assassin um, named Ronan. Um, They don't really name him that in the movie, but, you know, just for the sake of the continuity from the comics or whatever. Um, They send him back through time. He can see his family that was turned to dust at the beginning of the movie, so they know it works. They all end up going back in time to... Various points in the MCU uh, from 2012 uh, through 2014. And um, the main goal is to get the Infinity Stones, come back and reverse time, or I guess not reverse time, but bring everyone who was uh, thraptured back. And um, then uh, there's one uh, major death, one person who does not come back. And then, uh, sure enough, Thanos catches wind the the 2014 version of thanos catches wind of this whole plot going down thanks to uh <laughs> i saw someone online mentioned that uh um uh, the present nebula and the 2014 version of nebula both share the same wi-fi network so thanos <laughs> is able to <laughs> to figure out the the present day avengers plot and um he comes back to the future and um, he attacks the Avengers as soon as he gets there, like immediately. And uh, there's just massive devastation. And then there is a massive battle towards the end of the movie, towards its climax. And uh, we lose another major character. And uh, then we're, uh, we're uh, left off at the, the funeral for one character. And then the writing uh, off of Sunset to another major character. So yep. um, half of the Avengers uh, from the first uh, Avengers movie are no longer, um, alive or active superheroes yeah. at this point. So,
1: and that really changes it up. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So a lot going on to this thing, Whew. there's a lot going on. And <laughs> like I said, upon like second viewing, I was mm-hmm. able to, I don't know, like the first time I saw it, I, I really liked this movie. Um, and I thought that it seemed a little bit. Um, Long on like some of the scenes like some of the 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 major like downtime scenes mm-hmm. especially after that five year later jump where it's just like characters interacting or whatever um and i i wanted to see like i was just so like curious and, mm-hmm. and wanted to know what happens next that um having those scenes breathe a little bit upon first viewing were seemed like excruciating not that mm-hmm. they were bad but i, I was just it. like i, I got to know i got to know what happens yeah, next yeah. you know <laughs>
2: um
0: but upon second viewing it was just man it's just so masterfully done i'm just so impressed with mm-hmm. how this movie was put together and and uh how it came out and everything
1: yeah you know we've talked like we had a a lot of faith in the Rosso brothers and Kevin Feige and everybody involved to make this uh, an epic worthy finale to this the series of movies Mm -hmm. um but there's always still the chance that it could suck or that it wouldn't be as fulfilling as it could be you know with like how characters go or or what happens to them in the film but i don't know like i really didn't know it was going to happen i really didn't try to speculate too much i figured like time travel in some sort would be around but um i can say like not having like a real idea myself of what i wanted out of it they really delivered uh a, like a perfect film to end yeah. this infinity saga so uh, yes. man good job guys <laughs> thank you for, <laughs> for for letting the flame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um like i said i saw it first on thursday night and uh, it's the first time i've ever like gone out to see one of these these movies like ahead of is regular release or whatever. Um, actually I take that back for the MCU. I remember seeing a midnight screening of the incredible Hulk, the Ed Norton oh, okay. movie. That's solid, solidly in continuity, uh, whether, whether it's necessary or not. Never <laughs> right? <heard of> it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was weird because I saw it before you and any number of my friends and coworkers and whatnot. So I was just like, I was just waiting. I was just waiting for yeah. everyone to catch up. And now here we are, um, the movie is yeah. just on track to just blow up, you know, any box office records that are out there currently. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So uh, I imagine we're going to have several million people listen to this episode. So hi,
1: new listeners yeah.
0: um, and buy new listeners. Because so we're the that's only awesome. ones
1: reviewing this
0: on the podcast, We're the only ones.
1: We're the only so. podcast
0: brave enough yeah. to take on the end game to stare Thanos in the face <laughs> and just be like, nah, bitch, please. Mm-hmm you know so <laughs> get real sassy like that
1: yeah. uh-huh. um so yeah so we saw it Amanda and I saw it uh Friday night finally mm-hmm. I really did uh, after you were at the theater I was like I don't know if I can wait and uh, uh I told you that I looked at like 10:30 at night and they had tickets for like 11:05 that night on Thursday and yeah. I was, I almost did it but uh, I was watching Infinity War geared up for end game the next day and I decided I'm not young enough to go at like a 11 o'clock screen I would have gotten out like at 2 15 probably yeah. 230 or whatever like fuck yeah. that like no I couldn't have done it so I'm glad that I waited though after it was kind of the same thing like not just going through the movie but like waiting for it to get here has been like a, a long road but uh you know once it once it got there I was I was like it's fine I'm in my seat everything everything's right with the world it's fine yeah
0: uh, absolutely so that was good
1: but uh yeah so whenever we got home amanda was really pumped to talk about the, the movie and i was as well and uh, so we finished our showing at about like 11:15 and texted you and we were like we're recording a podcast right now we got to talk you, about it
0: you both texted me you up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah! But you guys texted me like from the theater. I didn't realize it oh, at first, yeah. but you guys were like sitting through the, the credits at that point.
1: Uh huh. So, we were uh, yeah, uh, solidly uh, in the credits, but couldn't wait any longer. Amanda was like, "Is he up?" And I was like, "Yeah, I already checked with him earlier. He's gonna be mm-hmm. up. It's gonna be fine." And she was like, "We need mm-hmm. to talk about this right now." She was very pumped about it. So, <laughs> so anyway, well, speaking
0: yeah. of which, should we just go ahead and throw it over to that segment, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll be back, you and I, to discuss things further after that.
1: Um, yeah, so we are uh, we're recording this little this little podcast, this little segment, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure how this will edit in, but uh, mm-hmm. basically it's like midnight and Amanda and I just got out of Avengers in game. Brent is, as he said earlier, uh, starving to talk to someone about it because he got to see it on opening night on Thursday. And uh, mm-hmm. so we're gonna do this little segment because Amanda is fucking pumped to talk about this right now <laughs> in the theater. she' was like, we need to talk to Brent right now. Is he awake? <laughs> got talk to him. Yeah. And
3: he goes, yeah, he's starved to talk yeah. to somebody.
1: So yeah. we're ready for mm-hmm. this. Um,
3: um, yeah. Steven also so, tried to keep a count of how many times I cried during mm-hmm. the movie. And I said Uh-oh. 57 was my guess. And then he was mm-hmm. like, I counted about six.
1: Yeah, it's five or six. It depends. <laughs> there was a second part where she was wiping her tears between three and four, and I couldn't tell if it was a separate cry or not. <laughs> so it's five or you six. You had
0: one of those little, like like, uh, hand like clickers, yep. like when people are getting <laughs> off a roller coaster. we yeah. like, yeah, We're same, like going through a gate. on. <laughs> Do- yeah. Do- yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I, 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 I should probably state that uh, Amanda, everything you've said so far has been bleeped because you are still banned from the show.
1: Mm. Um, no, no, no no, 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 no!
3: I am not because listen. I found out.
1: No, no. Well, what she doesn't know is. <laughs>
3: Because last, I been last week
1: we did a whole nother thing about it.
3: Oh my god.
1: Uh-huh. And you yeah. had a week to have you but,
3: explained
1: But to you haven't listened to that episode to know no, I what haven't. to do. But have
3: you explained to the listeners?
1: Well we've explained everything. You would know that if you listened.
3: How I found out. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: yeah, everything's in there. Oh. Yeah, yeah Sarah listen, knows. So.
3: Yeah. Well, Sarah of course knows she's and the she's the one who clued me in. Yeah, she's it. the
0: she's the one listener.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hi Sarah.
3: <laughs> she was like, I've been waiting yeah. for you to find I out. I brought it
1: up because I was like, I was glad that she brought it up finally, yeah. because otherwise you guys would never have found out. And that was kind of the joke as well. That, but did um, you
3: tell them that it was whenever I was like super they, drunk?
1: They, they know everything, yes. Oh my god. I think yeah.
0: All is known <laughs> in the house of Eltas. <laughs>
3: Okay fine. So Brent. Yeah. <sighs>
0: yes. Very no, the exciting. ban is lifted. The ban is lifted. Yes. But watch yourself, counselor. Basically. Mhm.
3: Am I on like proba- probationary terms right now?
0: We'll see we'll see how this goes.
3: For me personally,
1: being married to you, you were so excited to talk about this afterwards. I couldn't tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, I I would love for you to be on this show because part of the joke with you being banned, you and Randy both being banned, uh, Mm -hmm. is the fact that you don't listen. So that was so funny about it, is that you would never know and you don't care. Yeah, it was
0: totally harmless. Yeah, It was both harmless and you could not possibly care.
3: Okay, listen, I just, I have to interject this because I, like, wholeheartedly support it. Being banned? Oh, my God. No, you guys... (laughs)
1: The show, You're making
3: me question it right now, but... Sure, go ahead. um, I'll let you go. I will... uh, Part of the reason I don't listen is because I hear half of it while you're recording.
1: See, you say that, and I don't know how you can get much out of half of it. I mean, Brent's the Mm -hmm. best half of the half of the whole. That's what I meant, but... Yeah, that's true. That's very true. true. Right, exactly. So you're getting only my half, and that's, like, really not a whole lot. That's, like, maybe a 30%. But
3: I also know Brent, and so I kind of know the, like... (laughs) The jokes you know he's probably gonna
1: make. Like, an yeah. yeah. Like when I laugh mm-hmm. really hard, you're like, oh, Brent probably made a really good I joke. I have
3: like 14 years of experience mm-hmm. of the two of you bantering together, so I can kind yeah, of just like 10, fill 11. in the blanks.
1: Yeah,
0: it's 11. 11. Uh, our oh our friendship God. is it's the he's same thing as the <laughs> like, oh, Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Yeah, listen, Listen. Yeah. say it again.
0: It's our our friendship mm-hmm. goes back as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe oh because gosh. the first movie the three of us saw together was Iron Man. Was it seriously? Brandy was sick and did not go
1: with us, yes. See, we started the MCU.
3: Okay, I need to, Mm -hmm. okay, so a couple of points. I almost texted you the other day because I was like, you have like a weird like calendar in your head for Hmm. things that don't matter. Wow, that hurts. And
1: I declare, madam.
3: (laughs) And so I I was like, I almost texted you and was like, when did we meet? like how long has it been yeah i never want to
1: know what you were wearing on that event yeah what was i wearing
3: when we went to see iron man
1: half a (laughs)
0: flip-flop
3: shut up
1: (laughs) (laughs) ironic that you say that brett because today as we were leaving the theater Uh, amanda stepped on my shoe my flip-flop so hard that i literally (laughs) walked out of it i walked a full step ripped my flip-flop like my shoe, my foot rather out of my flip flop, and then people behind us even laughed they because did. it was so hard. They laughed
3: so hard, and I was yeah. like, I, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean yeah.
1: to." So there you go. You didn't even, you weren't even there, but you now you know.
3: No, sorry. but it was
1: too late. You couldn't go
0: back for it. <laughs> yeah, you I left it like walking. Cinderella. <laughs> momentum <laughs> has just carried you forward
1: There was a big uh, crowd it's, in the it's
0: way. practically a past life yeah, at this exactly. point like yeah. he
3: really needed to do some like quantum mechanics to get his flip back flop back and he exactly. didn't know it if it much. would like mm. change the timeline and you know whatever. well
1: you're already getting the spoilers right away here and I guess we might mm. lead into that since we're doing a little mini topic but I'm just gonna oh, throw oh, it out really. there right now
3: I, I had other questions
1: okay wait what?
2: Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah. no okay <laughs> So, (laughs) it was 11 years ago that we went to see Iron Man, which, I have to tell you, began my love of Tony Stark, right? Yeah, there
2: you go. Yeah.
3: And then also, how long after that time did we all four get together and have our, like, awkward double date where we went to? No, that was first.
0: No, no, Iron Man was first, and then we went to go see Baby Mama together together. The Four of us,
3: how long after we went to Iron Man was it?
0: I don't know, probably the that later that summer. I don't know the exact look, look date. Up. Yeah, but
3: you don't know. We should
1: look mm. at those opening dates. I thought you
3: knew everything.
0: Wow, I, I never said that. I can tell you where we sat in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> But and you guys joke that I remember what you were wearing, but I, I don't I don't remember what you're wearing. But I know where we sat in the theater, and I will occasionally know like what we did before or after, mm-hmm. and how many number twos uh, sure. we did uh, during our time together. <laughs> I keep track.
1: Yeah, has got a whole chart. Are you
3: like timing people uh-huh. while they're in the bathroom?
0: Yeah, I can I I feel like I have a uh, a, a poop sense, mm. you know. I can Like, tell. it's been too I just, long like for number
3: one.
0: Yeah, my pudar is strong.
1: <laughs> Plus, you're, you're keeping us healthy. Same.
0: That's right, yeah. That's, that's why whenever you guys come stay with us, I always just have, like, a bale of, like, hay in there and, like, fiber. Just, like, a bunch of fibrous <laughs> material. It's like, hey, do you guys have enough prunes in there? You're like, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're good. It's like, because I have more. I have more. <laughs>
1: I need you to be regular. you put them under the door like a cat. Yeah.
3: yeah. Brandy's just like <laughs> stirring metamucil into our orange juice. <laughs> just like forcing it upon us.
1: You guys are great hosts, look, basically. Look, uh,
0: there's a troll that lives in our neighborhood, yeah. and he told he, he's very like Rumpelstiltskin like, mm-hmm. but he's like, he keeps threatening our pets. And he's like, the only way I'll leave you alone <laughs> is if you can get me some nice <laughs> out of state poo. <laughs> so every time you guys come through, <laughs> We have to make you poo. That uh, There's a little rhyme. Which but one does he
3: threaten more?
0: Like, what do you mean? The pets? The pets. Like, uh, which one of our pets?
3: Probably Summer.
0: Yeah, that's why she poops on the floor so often. Mm. Our cat, Summer, is just, she's uh, a mess. She poops just outside of her litter box, just to be like, I could have, but I didn't. So, <laughs> you know. I don't know if she's offering it up as tribute. Yeah, right. Uh, all yeah. the Hunger Games, <laughs> but yeah, it's not really help- helping at
1: all, so...
3: Good times. Ugh, All okay, right. I got the I got the movie sweats. So yeah,
1: Amanda has the uh, after movie sweats. Yep. going on. she's mm-hmm. very excited to talk about this today. yep. Um, yeah she had mentioned it too. I she didn't even really know I think that we were gonna talk. Uh, Britt and I kind of planned this after I watched it uh, brief talk. but Amanda was like, mm-hmm. I gotta get on on that right now. Um, so she she actually has a Wikipedia pulled up she's looking at the plot to kind of remind herself where we were at in different points but uh, man there's so much to talk about with this movie there's a lot going Mm -hmm. on I think we'll probably when we edit this in the show we'll just go full spoilers for, for here do you think
0: uh, sure, but we we have to start it off with the, with your with your catchphrase, Stephen. Otherwise, it's not official, and all of this is just simply the intro that will be. <laughs> added to
1: the end of the well, show. I thought maybe this we would intro it outside of this, and this would be like, oh, we're going to oh, throw okay. it over this segment or whatever. Otherwise, I can certainly do that, and we might as well because we're here and we are doing it. I'm Stephen.
3: I'm Amanda. I'm Brent. Abby. There we go. What did it?
1: <laughs> what did it
2: It's fine.
0: It's fine. It all it all works out. And uh, when you said uh, we're doing it a second time because it worked out the way that you intended originally, uh, uh, yeah, that's fine. Look, is that cool? this is off the cuff here. You know,
3: guys, I'm crashing the show. Yeah, the show I don't listen mm-hmm.
0: to. This happens. Yep. This. Yeah.
3: And the show that I've been mm-hmm. banned from. Yes. And also mm-hmm. the show that I was given.
1: Yes. These are all truth facts. <laughs> You are correct. Um, <clears throat> so, Brent, you had texted me. You saw this on Thursday. This is uh, Friday that we are recording this, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, and I just got out uh, of the movie. And you had mentioned, though, um, that you have to watch this over again, like you have to watch this a second time, which you already have planned for Saturday night, so we will re-talk about this on Sunday morning like usual um which is good but I don't think I'm gonna have time but holy shit I'm with you um this is definitely a mm-hmm. movie that begs a second watching and uh, Amanda too was like let's go again and I was like I have time let's do this right now I, like I guarantee <laughs> you they were showing at like 11 o'clock
3: we could go tomorrow yeah morning.
1: let's keep going there you go I yes let's there do you that go. yeah uh we'll see what we yeah. can make happen but um there was so much that happened. Uh, that's why man has. A oh,
3: you're
0: gonna run, watch so. it the second time before me,
2: <laughs>
1: sucker. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it
3: the first time before us.
1: I know. I know. I was so jealous, and I'm so glad it's over. What
0: what oh, true yeah. torture this was uh, for me. I, <laughs> it was uh, it was something that kind of backfired because um, even though I got to see it before like a lot of people I know, it was also like before a lot of stuff that was like online and social media and whatnot. So I just mm. like, like I had all this knowledge and I was just like sitting here. Yeah, <laughs>
1: There's like no so outlet. I was like,
0: well, I just like, I'll just wait for people to catch up with me. And I know that Kevin Smith saw this on like Monday during the premiere uh-huh. in oh, yeah. California. And, uh, he had to just like sit and wait as well. So it's, uh, uh, it's a weird experience, but now people are like seeing it. You've seen it. Finally. I feel like I have an outlet and, uh, man, I'm just very excited to, talk about this i imagine i'll have notes made for our uh mm. our later sure. uh portion of the podcast but just like going off the cuff on this is something that should be pretty fun hopefully yeah we'll see
1: well yeah. first off uh how was your theater experience mm-hmm. brent was it all right
0: well first of all
1: hell yeah
0: that's right Is that it's getting Pepper? serious what is that this is a vodka cola what mm-hmm <laughs> Straight from Russia. That is a tiny, love.
3: tiny, <laughs> tiny can I don't know Coca-Cola. what you're talking about. It's vodka-cola.
0: Vodka-cola. Uh, theater experience was fine. Um, there's not really anything too notable about it, other than I went to the Cinemark in Tulsa. Mm. They had the reclining seats there, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, I, I had my one... Like, I went by myself this, this time, uh, and I uh, had a little, like, seat on the side at the end of the aisle, which was fine. It was still, like, angled to where I could see the whole screen and everything. Yep. Um, about... Half an hour into the movie, like the seat that was directly next to me was still empty. I was like, oh, great, these people are not going to be here, so I'll have a buffer between me and the other people, so just in case they start yammering, mm-hmm. I won't be able to hear it as well. And then uh, about 10 minutes later, this chick shows up. She's like a younger girl in maybe her like early 20s or whatever, and she's like whispering, like she's standing next to me and then whispering to the girl that's like on the seat between the like empty seat and like the next one over or whatever and she's like oh yeah been, they were kind of whispering back and forth and then she looks at me she was like um can i get by i was like yeah go ahead and then she was like okay but your legs i was like yeah there's a, a space for you to walk around my legs that's why the seats are so far ahead she was like what and i had to I was like
1: there are there's a space in between the seats <laughs>
0: So she was like, oh, okay, and she, like, eventually walked around, and that was it. And I was so worried that they, they were going to, like, start talking back and forth mm. just I, just because they're younger, you know, and this whole incident. But luckily, she was just quiet the whole time, and, like, um, she would laugh at, like, funny parts and, and all this stuff. So um, really, all all things considered, it wasn't too bad of a That's theater-going good. experience. Yeah. What about you guys?
3: Well, it
1: was good overall. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Steven did have a little.
1: I had to talk to a someone. A little
3: comment. So
1: <laughs> you had to. You had to talk
3: to someone. Oh, Mr. Fisher's it. upset at us again. <laughs> oh, fiddlesticks!
1: Whenever I talk to someone, you know, first off, I like rummage in my bag. I pull out a tie. I put it on. I want to get mm-hmm. like real official, right? Um, Absolutely. He yeah. puts
3: a name tag mm-hmm. on.
1: I do. That would be great. I wish I had a similar name from tag what,
3: from whatever theater we're at. Oh
1: my god, that'd be amazing. That would be my favorite thing. Um, birthday idea. Anyway, coming up. Um, so uh, <laughs> they want me to make you, make you like all these name tags. Yeah. Name tags. Uh, yes, I do. That sounds great. Um, but there were there were some guys next to us who were all like in a group together, younger guys, like in the twenties or whatever. And um, and the previews, you know, it's like a weird thing. Like in the previews, you don't know. I guess like. Etiquette-wise, like I, I, I kind of I'm I'm on the fence on that. If it's like you shouldn't talk during that time or not, you know, it's like it's official. Like the lights have gone down, but not fully. It's not the full movie, but it's still previews, and I still want to watch them. And I'm I'm on the fence. I'm on the part of the fence, basically. That's like don't talk during it, at least like a whole lot, you know. Uh, if you want to say like, hey, this is a this looks good or whatever, that's fine. That's what man and I do. But um, they were talking like pretty much just like full on talking to each other during them. And I had gone to the... I was counting trailers. Uh, I got to four before I went to the bathroom. I wanted to try to go, you know, to make it as long during the movie as I could. And I came back and Amanda um, was like... Said something to me when I got back. She was like, I almost went down there and was like, guys.
3: I said, (laughs) I said, I'm just drunk enough because I had a couple of drinks before dinner, or before the movie. I said, I'm just drunk enough that I want to walk over there, lean over, put my hands on my knees, and be like, so are you going to ruin this whole movie for us, or just the previews?'"
1: <laughs> so she already said that. I was already listening to it a little bit, whatever. But then it got to the um, the last Skywalker, the last Skywalker, the, the Rise of Skywalker trailer for Star Wars. Oh, okay. Right, uh-huh. and I haven't seen it on the big screen yet. And I was really looking forward to it. And the guys instantly were like, I hope this is better than The Last Jedi. You know, I didn't like The Last Jedi. And I was just like, guys, please. (laughs) And they all shut up. And they didn't talk the rest (laughs) of the movie. And it was (laughs) was superb.
3: I looked over and one of the guys was like, okay.
1: Yeah. Which is how it should be. So I was like, definitely in that, I was like, if you, I don't know, like, again... That's a kind of a gray area, the trailers and stuff. But I'm like, you're still like clearly they were ruining it for me, and I. That's all I had to say. It was great, and there was no awkwardness afterwards, uh, which is Mm -hmm. always great. Um, But wasn't too bad other than that. I will say, um, I might tweet this out or whatever. We'll see. But uh, I took a little picture during the credits because I realized in the last ten minutes of our movie. I realized that the Cinemarker that we're at doesn't always show their movies the right way. They, they don't, like, frame them the right way in the, in the screen. <laughs>
0: You're right? doing it wrong!
1: <laughs> Do it better! There's not really blue in this. So, Britt, you had mentioned... It was starting, like, towards the credits, but there was, a, there was some parts of the end when it was, like, kind of a like, big, nice moments or whatever that I realized, like, man, like, the top of someone's head is, like, like in the curtains, and not on the screen. And it was, like, yeah. a good... Like, it, from your seat, it looks, like, very small. Like, it's, like, five inches on either side that it was, like, up or... or and down. It was, like... They they overshot the screen, like, by that much. But it was probably actually, like, ten inches. Like, it's probably pretty big. You know what I'm saying? And... Uh, <laughs> so, it was, like... But it was, like... And the credits is what I took a picture of. And you could, like... It was clearly, like, above it. But I didn't notice it the entire movie. But, like, it, the mo- whole movie was like that. So... I just mm-hmm. don't understand, like, why they can't dial those things in right. Like, it's pretty simple. Like, I've done that. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been a part of that thing, because whatever, you know. Because it's people
3: who are getting paid, like, $10 an hour to set up Yeah, it's
1: pretty simple, though. Like, it literally, mm-hmm. you have to set that up, and then you don't have to look at it ever again. You just go to your computer and you say, play, like you would on Netflix. That's literally how it is now on digital media and stuff. So you just have to set it up one time, and it'd be good. So, like all of their screenings are going to be this way in that theater at least that one screening so um so anyway that's just kind of annoying um yeah uh i read a, a reddit thread recently about uh someone had said like i don't know if i read a reddit thread recently and someone said i don't know if all of your screenings are like you're in some weird portal of hell that you guys see these movies in but like my screenings are always <laughs> great and a lot of people were like, well, maybe I'm more sensitive to it, but here's my experiences and stuff. And I think I'm just, like, sensitive to things. I'm, I'm sensitive to talking mm-hmm. and the bad presentation and, like, viewing and listening and all that kind of stuff, whatever, so. I
3: didn't realize it until you pointed it out. Yeah. And I, I do, like, once he pointed it out, I realized, like, what, it was, like, cut off on the top and the bottom. Yeah.
1: It's like the masking was wrong. But
3: I would say that, like, if I had had experience in that, it would have been obvious from the beginning.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, it's just, I noticed, like, I'm definitely, that's why I don't like the theater experience a lot. Just because it's it's just mm-hmm. so noticeable. All those things are just so mm-hmm. noticeable to me. Um, yeah. But, overall, it was a good experience. Mm-hmm. I do like opening crowds. Like, I'm down for the cheering and stuff like that. I wasn't even that rambunctious. Like, I kind of could have even used more.
3: I was rambunctious.
1: Amanda was. It was good times though. <laughs> um,
3: I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I was teetering on being annoying.
1: You could have been, but I think you were. To me, like, I like the opening crowds when people get excited and like things are, you know, exciting. You don't see them for the first time. Or you're seeing them for the first time, and it's, you it pumps you up, whatever. Like, and we were both like, we realized like people weren't really cheering and stuff, so we were both kind of just pump our fists in the air like quietly. And mm-hmm. be really excited about little things. But, I
3: danced in my chair several times. Oh, we both did. That was yeah. good
1: times. Yeah. So yeah. well,
0: before we started recording, Amanda, you you did say that anytime you were sad in the movie, you would just stand up and just turn around and look at the audience and then say,
3: "Wow." <laughs> okay, it's so, just enough to say maybe that, that part. it's like a delay on our Facetime. <laughs> so I heard you say that, and then like five <laughs> minutes later, I saw you go, "Wow." <laughs>
1: Um. All right, so do you, uh, who well, wants to talk about whatever, like specific things that happened or exciting
3: things that happened well, or what? I cried well, well, like well, three s- minutes into the movie.
0: But, well, real quick, speaking of uh, the theater itself, before sure. we, we move on to the movie itself, um, as I was walking up to the theater, there's like this like fan thing outside of the the front, um, and there is somebody uh, cosplaying as um, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. There was like that Far From Home costume with like the, the black... Uh, with the red accents mm-hmm. on it or whatever. And uh, people were lining up and taking photos of it. And I was like, that's cool, but I am I got no time for this. So I just <laughs> beelined it straight to the you theater. Just power in? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and there were, like, so many showings of Endgame, like, both on the left and right side. I was like, what does that say, 7.05? Maybe they bumped it back five minutes. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> there it is over there to the left. So I went to go, and I, I was, like, the first person to, like, walk up there or at least there wasn't a line and uh had him scan my little pass went in and uh sat down there were a few people in there but it was lighter than i thought it would Mm -hmm. be like maria menounos was already telling us about all the wonderful stuff that's coming out on (laughs) tnt or whatever it's like the highest rated show that no one fucking watches and so after her little like newbie thing was done um there were still people like kind of slowly like Coming into the theater, but by the time the previews were done, except for the, uh, the lad, loud girl that didn't understand, uh, space between two objects, um, <laughs> it was, it was mostly full, um, <laughs> also, and I will, uh, tell myself here, uh, I was so discombobulated by this movie that after it was over, <laughs> I walked toward the exit to what I thought was the parking lot, <laughs> which would be directly in front of my car. Guys, I walked out of the back <laughs> of the theater,
1: it was such, I had to such walk. a mess. You were like, I don't even know where I'm I, at.
0: I had to walk all the way around outside <laughs> because I couldn't get back in after I was out. I was like, yeah, I meant to do this. Yeah, this is yeah. I, I just need needed fine. a
3: walk in like yeah. the fresh yeah. air.
1: Yeah,
0: is it chilly as fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of course, <laughs> of course, nah. it's cold. It's super cold. It's cold. It's cold right now. Uh, oh, I'll be there. I'll be at my car in the next 28 minutes. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, And I can warm up (laughs) then.
1: Totally fine.
3: Okay, before we get into it, Mm. I do have like one other theater experience, and it was not actually in the theater. So before we went, Stephen was like, okay, looked up without spoilers three different times that Mm. we can take pee breaks, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm. he said, when San Francisco flashes, like the title card for San Francisco, when Mm -hmm. the Hulk eats lunch, and then. New Jersey or New York? New Jersey. New Jersey. So I made it through San Francisco and then I saw the Hulk eating lunch and I was like, is this, is this lunch? Can I go? Can I go? And mm-hmm. as I was like going to the bathroom, I guess an earlier showing of the movie was letting out. And there was like this probably 17 year old, what do you call it? the The people who Teenager? tear the tickets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: ticket taker.
0: I don't know. What do you... I don't know. Yeah, what was that? What was that? Was somebody crocheting something? I'm not sure what those hand gestures were. This. He was tearing tickets.
3: Is it, yeah, it's a ticket terror. Yeah. sure. Okay, so he's standing at the thing. I'm the like... The ticket
0: terror. Yeah. So the greatest supervillain of all.
3: <laughs> he has, like, a TT on his shirt. Yeah. He has titties on his shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But so I was like, terrible, I right? was walking out to go to the restroom and there was a showing of the movie coming out and he's like taking people's tickets to come into another showing and these people were walking out and he's like, no spoilers, no spoilers, oh, please. No spoilers for the the, the workers here because, you know, we haven't oh. seen it.
1: Well, he's the hero mm-hmm. that everybody needed, but also for himself. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His
3: voice may yeah. have cracked, but I don't know how to do that. So. You should really try
1: it. Yeah, we've been through it, so we uh, can do it a little bit better. Yeah, it comes pretty naturally. Brent's real good at it. <laughs> He's still going through puberty, so that makes sense. Yeah. But, um, Hell yeah, I'm still waiting for one of those bad boys to P. drop. <laughs> They'll get there someday, bro. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. We'll be fine. <laughs> um, no, that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, I've worked in theaters before, and that's that's there's there's a great benefit because you get to see movies early. But Disney is uh, really kind of harsh about like when they let things like they have like a digital copy now that they get shipped to the theater like in a hard drive and then they get keys like passwords that they unlock them with and they've gotten worse and worse about it over the years um about like letting them do it like later and later so the theater can't test them out but also like it's good that the theater like employees get to see stuff because they're gonna have to be around it like Mm -hmm. you're gonna clean during the credits and stuff they're going to have to, like, go in and out to, like, check things or whatever. And so it's good to, like, let them see things. And it's a great benefit. So it's a shame that they that guy hadn't seen it yet as yeah. well. But
3: well, it's been officially out. 30 minutes before we even mm-hmm. started talking about the movie.
1: Well, that's how we do it here on Let's Talk About Stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nothing. That's, that's nothing. I went back and re-listened to our episode on Infinity War mm-hmm. because I was, like, so starved for, like, conversation with... One of my friends about the Avengers is like it's not the same movie, but (laughs) Uh, whatever, you know it'll do. It's fine. Uh, We talked for two hours before we even got to the (laughs) "We're doing it" thing.
3: Your intro was two hours long. Yep, pretty
0: damn good. I forgot about that. Wow,
3: I feel proud of that
0: a little bit. Yeah, you guys are just like we're
3: uh, we're marathon podcasters. Yeah.
0: Oh, and we still had an hour to go. We had a whole other pop Short. culture combat segment to do, so, Oh, yeah. wow,
3: yeah.
1: You know, it's funny, really what we like to do here on the show is, um, you know, if you have a movie that's however long, we like to make that, our podcast, as long, or probably longer, hopefully. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And not even talk about it, like, there's only one time we've really done, like, a beat by beat, and that was super bad, and that's probably not even a good idea to do it that way, but it was fun, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Honestly, you should probably just watch the movie at that point, yeah. you know, but, uh, yeah. always good times. And if you want some extra content, here you go. So,
0: <clears throat> yep. All right. Sorry. Well, I'm getting That's tired, true. so I got to go. Okay. Bye. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying smart. to just show us your crotch or what's happening there?
0: Well, no. Well, according to Steven, I've punched it down to Satan. Yeah. So <laughs> there's not a whole lot to, to delve into at this point. Um, but yeah, we can, uh, we can go ahead and start, uh, talking about the movie. And, uh, Stephen, like you said, there's, there's plenty of spoilers ahead, Absolutely. but just to reiterate. Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, I really don't even know where to start.
3: Well, I cried like three minutes in where at, so, so it's like totally spoiler
1: talk yeah, go now for it, whatever.
3: Mm. So the movie starts with Hawkeye teaching his daughter. Oh, that's right. Uh, not bad. She-
0: that. That's not a spoiler. Amanda, we can't put that in the show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You wanted to come on the show, this is what happens. This is what the show's like now.
3: Sometimes I hate you just as much as I hate Steven, so.
1: Wow, that's a real compliment. Wow. A true honor. You get that true husband (laughs) hatred, that's good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, um, I was like, it was like maybe 30 seconds in and he's like showing her how to move her feet and whatever. Yeah. And they're talking about the hot dogs they want to eat and all this stuff. And I just looked over at Steven and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: That was harsh. The hot I, dogs. I knew oh. what
3: was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no. Mayonnaise. They talked about mayonnaise and hot dogs. That's disgusting. That I'm with is ya. disgusting. Right. I cried there, too.
0: He I'm glad they somebody said something family. about that. It's Thank so you, Britt. It's sad.
1: Yeah. It is sad. I didn't expect it to open with Hawkeye. Um,
0: I, I was so glad that it did, though, because mm-hmm. it's, it's reiterating... Hey, remember yeah. how the last movie ended, and it fucking crushed your soul? Yeah. Guess what? We starting off that yeah, way.
2: Right?
0: <laughs> Taking it whole thing, um, like. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, you know, kind of like the, the 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 rumor mill suggested, like a lot of the footage we see in this movie does happen at the very beginning. So mm, that's true. Uh, I, I went back and rewatched a couple of the trailers mm, after nice. uh, after watching the movie. And yeah, so much of the stuff happens early on. Or if it's something that happens later on, it's just like a a shot here and there. Like there's a shot of um, that shot of Captain America with like tears rolling down his face. And even Mm -hmm. that shot is altered because there's a character like clipped out of it Mm -hmm. in the in the trailer and everything. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really impressive what the marketing team did there because i was yeah. like worried when i when the trailers came out i was like they're giving away too much white
1: suits yeah, right. white suits
0: <laughs> they're practically polar bears now <laughs> you know but no
1: yeah and then i kept seeing like i uh in the last few days last few like week or whatever too um i keep saying like tv spots they'd be like there's a new tv spot and i was like i really like for real though i really don't need any more footage and like I saw a mm-hmm. picture of all of their hands going together in a circle and I was like, "No. No, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Get out of here." Yeah. You know? But still, that's like let's say in the first like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. that happens like so fast. I didn't expect yeah. that. Wait, is
3: that? I thought that yeah, was because like they, whenever that's, when they... They,
1: that's when they that's when they like go get Thanos. Oh. I think or maybe later no, on. No,
3: I thought it was later on whenever they've like figured out the quantum mechanics. So maybe it even took longer, but
1: still, like, I didn't need any more info, basically.
3: I do have to say, for a movie that is so much about quantum mechanics and time travel, which, like, boggle my mind, like, Stephen starts talking to me about it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going in the other room. Um, I was
0: like... (laughs) See this? I can't do this
3: right
1: now, Okay. I love time travel, and it, it really, like, Amanda just cannot wrap a reminder I, around like, it. I like, I literally am, like,
3: it's not that I don't care. It's that I literally am, like, what?
1: Yeah, I'm all about it. Like, I love the fact that, like, uh, they talked about it so much in this movie, that they, like, referenced all the movies that you've seen before that, like, changed time. Oh, my God. Like, oh my like Back to the Future and Terminator and all this stuff, because they're mm. all so different, and you don't really know how it would act in real life if that were even possible, and that's what i love about it time travel movies is it's like nobody knows and so it's like you can fuck everything up
3: like so. the the bad witch or the white witch or the snow witch or the winter witch or whatever her name is from what? <laughs> Lion witch in the wardrobe
1: oh <laughs> i was like God. scarlet witch is her name amanda scarlet <laughs> no no no
3: <laughs> the bald lady with no eyebrows
1: yes the
3: what is her name the
1: ancient one the ancient
3: one okay when she mm-hmm. started drawing the timeline and like put the stones mm-hmm. in it and then like made it go i was like oh here we go
1: she went like one, uh, one yeah, it was one or... extra line <laughs> i know but then i was like oh my
3: god there are gonna be like six different branches and then it's like what if we put a stone back and then it goes to yeah. another branch and oh my god
1: i love that
0: No, he put the stone back and that that one branch went away
3: yeah it's all, as it.
0: as simply illustrated as possible.
3: I
1: mean they really did a good job with it, I thought. It was one mm-hmm. branch, they put it back, and but then it was a branch one like,
3: way. Like when you try to explain it to me, you're like, time's not linear and I'm like, but what was it I, tr- is? I was
1: trying to explain one of those what was I trying to explain to you recently? I don't know, and
3: I just was like, I can't.
1: And I was like, yeah, you know, because like if they, if, if it's not linear, and you always saw it. Then the fact that you like went back in the past, like to another being that saw everything is not linear. And she was like, what, what, what the, what are you talking about? And I was like, it's fine, don't worry, it's time travel, it's all good. So I love, I love time travel movies. Uh, for that reason, I love this movie mm-hmm. alone. That's that's easy enough for me. Yeah, um, I love. Especially, like, this movie in particular is very much—they they reference Back to the Future a lot, but Back to the Future is great because you get to watch like, the first movie, and they play, you know, with time and stuff and changing things, but then in the second movie, it's in the future, but then they go back to the first movie, and they show things that happened, but, like, from a different point of view, and you didn't know someone was there— uh, or maybe they're actually, you know, changing things. And they did that with this one. Like, I love the fact that we went back to the original Avengers movie mm-hmm. and we got to yeah. see even more yeah. lines from people like mm-hmm. after they got Loki and like after they get Loki in Avengers, like what becomes Avengers Tower, but Stark Tower. And and Tony like gets up and he's like, are we all just going to like sit here and pose like heroes or whatever? And it was like, oh my <laughs> yeah. God, this is amazing. Like, I love seeing all yeah. the extra shit going on mm-hmm. basically. So yeah. I was done yeah. with that.
0: Absolutely, and then also uh, we got all the various cameos from the other movies, like Robert Redford was in this movie yes. again, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just like reused footage, it was like an yeah. entirely new scene. No, like scene. they got
3: him back.
0: Yeah. The, the, the same cannot be said for Natalie Portman, but you know what? It that. was <laughs> Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's just recycled footage, and then like
3: well, I was uh, the
0: him. shot of like Rocket that comes up behind her mm. uh, is just probably an actress that was wearing the same clothing that just like stood up and... Walked out of frame or whatever
3: I was telling him before we went to see the movie That there was like speculation online Because Natalie Portman was at the The premiere And people were talking about like oh she's at the premiere This is such a big deal she probably has like Such a huge role in the movie And I'm like well I mean but she's part of the universe Right like why wouldn't she be invited to the premiere That doesn't like necessarily Mean that she has like a Pivotal role in the movie or whatever And then it ended up like she didn't at all.
1: Well, and I said that, like, right. you know, she hasn't been involved since I think it was uh, Thor Two, The Dark World, that mm-hmm. she was like a huge part of that movie. But then afterwards, like, she's not really yep. been a part of it. So I was like, that that might be something. But um, the first time they show her, it's like a scene with like her hair is swept to the side, like she's going in and out of a room, and someone's talking to her. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that doesn't even look like her. And then they showed it with Rocket, but it was like a quick scene, and it seemed like yeah, she wasn't really there. But then they put her in their credits. <laughs> Like, she was in the movie. Because she yeah. was, but not really, yeah. so
0: It, it seemed like it was, yeah. like, a big thank you to, like, everyone who's participated yeah. in uh, the MCU. Yeah,
1: which I'm down Ex- for.
0: Except for, like, Terrence Howard. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he was... <laughs>
1: Fuck that guy. First Fuck that roadie? Guy. Nah. nah.
3: He, like, not. wants nah. girls to have um, wet wipes in their bathrooms. Or yeah. he won't date them. Wait, what? True story. True story. He That's... did an interview where he said that if he is, like, Go, goes on a date with a woman, and then he goes back to her place, and she doesn't have wet wipes in her bathroom. He doesn't think she's clean enough to date.
0: Oh, so so fuck him. Don Cheadle <laughs> for the win. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of Don Cheadle, he had a a lot of um, a lot of screen time this go around. You know, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, since it's such a large cast. Yeah. But I really like that they included him more in. Uh, And Infinity War and this movie as well. Mm -hmm. I like him a lot.
3: Yeah, he was really good. I Mm -hmm. actually,
1: the other, uh, last night or two nights ago, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch Infinity War, like today or kind of last night. But Mm -hmm. I wanted something to kind of get me, you know, in the mood, whatever, for for all this stuff. And uh, Britt and I are huge fans, as we talked to before, of Iron Man 2. Mm -hmm. And so I saw that on Amazon. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I want to put Iron Man 2 on. It's been a long time. And uh, I forgot that it's, like, the first showing of Don Cheadle, you know, in that role. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. When he walks in the courtroom with Tony. And I was like, yeah, like, he really, like, has embodied that. And it's almost, like, a weird thing that I kind of wish he could have, like, refilmed the scenes in the first <laughs> From Iron movie. Man 1. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. nicer to have, like, a cohesive, like, group or whatever. Um, but also, like, it kind of makes you think that, like, I was watching him in that role and then thinking about what he becomes in the Iron Man, or in the... Avengers universe, like in Civil War, and he's, he becomes War Machine and Iron Patriot and all this stuff, whatever. And I try to picture Terrence Howard, and I'm like, nah, bro, nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm good, <laughs> you know? Like, it's funny, like, he's fine for that first movie, but damn, like, I can't really imagine him outside of that. I'm really glad Don that Don Don Cheadle, Cheadle came in. is
3: so just, like, calm and, like, steady. Yeah. And kind of mm-hmm. the antithesis of Tony. Mm-hmm. And I think he sort of, like, needs that... Um, Balance to him, yeah, and so I like that they kind of evolved his role into being sort of his counterpart. He's not like emotional like Tony is or impulsive, and
1: yeah, he's a calm like soldier, yeah, yeah, he's good, yeah. Um, I also, I'm just jumping around here. I, there's one Mm -hmm. thing, Brent, that I thought about in particular because you and I have been reading War of the Realms Mm
2: -hmm. and Amanda.
1: I'd mentioned this at one point in the movie, but I couldn't talk to her you know, during the movie. But there's a point in the movie Why? Where... You,
0: just, you just talk loudly to each <laughs> yeah, other. It's fine. Other, right? People are doing it now. It's 2019. People don't care.
1: It's 2019. Yeah. yeah, it's totally fine. Um, I yeah. should have texted it to you. That's my bad. My bad. Um, yeah. but, uh, Brightness a... <laughs> all the
0: way up on that screen.
1: There's a part during the time travel stuff where uh, Thor has Stormbreaker, his new like, axe, and then he gets mm-hmm. Mjolnir back. And then he has two of them. Oh. And Amanda was like, he has two? And I thought about, Britt and I have been reading War of the Realms, which is like this epic comic book story of like huge proportions, bigger than even this story has been, you know, the Infinity mm-hmm. Saga and the MCU, but in that story... There's a part of the story that Thor has multiple hammers that he can call at any time.
3: I just love it.
1: And he can have both hammers. And when I saw that <laughs> in the movie, I love that you love that because when I saw it in the movie, I was like, oh my god, this is the comet come to life. Like I'm this is like, amazing. Brighton.
3: I'm like bubbling yeah. with topics. I don't even know, I know like where to go because there's like so many things I'm like, oh, should we talk about this or whatever, like chronologically? But when he had the two like different hammers, and then whenever Cap. Yes. Got it, and he was like, I knew it. I was like, pfft, pfft, like.
1: <laughs> when the hammer, like, they show a scene of it kind of going up a little bit. And then you're like, mm-hmm. you, it's cap. Yeah. It's fucking cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: and really sure good. enough, it's Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> he figured out and they the For hammer. For
3: a 40 minute intermission. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can just picture him being like, uh, what? Yeah. Like, what do I do with this? Yeah. Mm, oh, mm, mm, oh you? Mm. <laughs> oh,
3: can we back up real quick and talk about, so like the, um, Hawkeye loses his family, right?
1: Oh, you want to go back to the very beginning. And cool. then it like flashes wow. and
3: we kind of like figure out where everybody is mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then it's sort of like, we know where like maybe five or six of them and then we have to find the other people and they go and find Thor.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Yeah. And so he funny, is yeah.
3: like, so it's like, um, who is it? It's...
1: The, the Big
0: Lebowski. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> It's
3: the Hulk. And who is with him? Oh. Rocket. 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 And they're like in yeah. that truck, and the Hulk is so big, <laughs> and everybody as they're driving by is looking at him mm-hmm. just like, who the fuck is this yeah. guy? Which yeah. I'm like, you have a Thor, so you should know that like...
1: Yeah, but the Hulk is so big. I like so. On that note, though, I like the the Hulk. You know, at the end, uh, I watched Infinity War this afternoon before this movie, and in mm-hmm. that movie he starts off as the Hulk, but then Thanos beats him right away, and then he won't come back out. Like he just says no the whole movie. Yeah. And you yeah. know, kind of, I think the last scene you really see, well, I guess the last scene you see them talk, whatever, is like Banner's like, "We got to figure this out." Yeah. And I love the fact I didn't expect this movie to jump. Five years in the future, like, oh, right yeah, away. I didn't expect sure. them to just go <laughs> yeah. and kill Thanos in the first, like, 10 or 15 minutes. And then it yeah. jump five years, that was fucking crazy. And then, like, he's... I don't know what it was supposed to be, if he's running that diner or whatever. But, like, he's just the Hulk now. Like, it's Banner and the Hulk together. Mm-hmm. He can talk like an intelligent person.
3: Mm-hmm. I thought
1: that was a great step forward. And I'm very excited he's to like see what a, that He's like an
3: amalgam of the two of yeah, them.
1: Yeah. Like I'm, I'm down with that, whatever. Um, but, yeah, so there's a lot of exciting stuff like that. Um
3: I love whenever they reveal, though... First of all, what is her name? Tessa... Thompson?
1: Tessa Thompson. Thompson.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we saw a preview for the new Men in Black with mm-hmm. her and Kristen Chris Swift. Hemsworth, yeah. which I love that they're like teaming up again. But she was in... Veronica Mars, and she was so convincing on that show that I hated her so bad. Yeah, her
1: character is kind of a bitch. She's and... such a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: But I am so happy to see like how much success she's having, and the fact that she is becoming sort of like a leading lady. Yeah. Type she's of thing, great. like yeah. a powerful badass woman.
1: She rode a fucking flying horse through this movie. She in the finale did. Was she amazing. was so
3: amazing. Yeah. But like the fact well, wait. that
1: real quick we
0: we have to talk about this mm-hmm. especially since Amanda's here the the whole section where peter parker hands captain marvel the glove and he's like uh do you think oh, you yes. have this covered or something like he that said what? he's like he covered?" he says he's, yeah he he says something to the fact just like are, are you going to be able to handle this or whatever not like being diminishing but just like every, everybody's had their asses kicked at this right. point like peter's all bloody and everything and uh then like all the like female heroes yes. show up. Oh and they my God. Surround that's Cabin when Marvel. I fist
3: bumps. Oh my God. <laughs> like
0: dude, it was so oh, awesome. Okay.
3: So we have oh, like, Oh, okay. We have to come back to that. We have to table that because I have so okay. many thoughts on that okay so let's go back to that but i have to say about whenever like they go and they're in like the new asgard or whatever Mm -hmm. and tessa Mm -hmm. thompson tells them like oh yeah he only comes back down whenever he needs provisions or whatever and they go up there and he's like got a beer belly yeah and (laughs) he's like just plays games all day with his two little like Alien yeah, friends. what's that guy's
1: name from Ragnarok?
0: Oh, uh, Korg and Meek? Korg, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Fucking uh, yeah. Take wikiti, wikiti.
3: I just love, like, <laughs> yeah. not only did his stomach get big, but his arms
1: Oh, I think you are saying his... Flatty, were flabby. yeah. Like, his, his tits.
3: Well, I mean, his entire <laughs> arm was like, it was weird, because it was like, you could tell that there used to be muscle, but it was like yeah. surrounded by fat.
1: Yeah. I will say that the, um, the f- fat on him, I'm not sure how they did that effect uh that was pretty convincing yeah it was great and then um the age effects as always as brent and i talk about her we're very in this movie i loved him
3: i uh, during the whole movie i thought like his sort of fat thor fat thor and like his kind of he was just like a mess and falling apart and all that stuff and he was pretty much that way until you saw his mom and she Mm -hmm. essentially was like get it together yep um but in like a very loving way I, I mm-hmm. loved that. And then it was, he became like the person that we are used to him being. But I'm like, if you lost everybody that you loved yeah. and half the world, like half that, the universe. Yeah. That's like a natural reaction that you would become. Get like, drunk
1: and play video games. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. for
3: mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Like most people have
0: a like 10 year old kid yell at you over the internet. Yeah. Exactly.
3: And then... <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, listen, this is Thor, You can't do that.
1: Yeah. Oh my god! I want to watch this right now, all over again. (laughs) Okay,
3: so we're not gonna go in chronological order because it's like not actually gonna happen, but
0: in the in the keeping of the theme of time travel, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're all over the place. Yeah,
3: there you go, right on. Okay, so I have like a love sort of hate relationship with this movie because, like, so many of the heroes in this movie are men, like most of the screen time mm-hmm. if you think about it is mostly mm-hmm. men with the exception of like scarlett johansson right yeah because like uh what is her name the red witch or scarlet witch the scarlet witch like mm-hmm. and a little bit captain marvel L- tiny bit tiny bit like mm-hmm. um even like tessa thompson mm-hmm. um wakanda king what is his name mm-hmm. i'm sorry it's really to charlie black panther yeah with his like like,
1: his guard and his sister and stuff
3: all of these like super badass women right they were not like the meat of the movie and granted i love all Mm -hmm. of the people who are and i think that they are probably like a a huge percentage of the universe so it makes sense Mm -hmm. but yeah,
1: as a female, though, I mean... As a sense. female,
3: I was like, I kept being like, when are all of these people going to show up? Like, when are these people going to have, like, meat to the movie?
1: I will say, in particular yeah. with that, Amanda and I were watching the end of Infinity War before we went, and I had talked about how in the comics that uh, Shuri, as, as far as I know, I guess, Shuri, his Black Panther sister, had taken over the, the mantle of that at one point.
3: And we found out she died. Mm-hmm
1: well that's I didn't know if she had
3: when they were flashing in, nah. they were flashing all of the different people
1: mm, oh she was part of that she was okay. part of that yeah, yeah. and then mm-hmm. I, I don't. I always forget her name though but the his main like guard um Koye. Oh, uh, ok I thought she might take over that mm-hmm. mantle so like I didn't know what to expect from this movie, but I, I didn't know if like one of them might take over the role of Black Panther throughout this. Yeah. And I kind of expected that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so when they didn't, that was kind of a, a blow, I thought, at first. But then it, like the way it all played out, I'm down with everything the way it played yeah.
3: out. Yeah, and like I, I like the movie. I think it played out well. Like mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson, I used to not really like as an actress. I kind of found her annoying. But like the whole Avenger thing has kind of... Um, redeemed her in my eyes and I thought she was amazing mm-hmm. during the movie and I think she was really strong I kept saying like I think Stephen kept hearing me I was like where's captain oh Marvel? my god
1: said like oh captain yeah Thomas. yeah I was yeah. like yeah. why
3: would you give her an entire movie and then use her for like <laughs> nine minutes of the movie and I said yeah. that in the car and he was like well but the thing is if you think about it she's like insanely powerful like so strong mm-hmm. And if she were there the whole time, like, the battle wouldn't have been what it was. Like,
1: from what I'd heard, she is so powerful from the comics. And then we got to see that in the movie, mm-hmm. in her movie, that it was kind of like, if she had been around during Infinity War, there would not have been the movie Infinity War. Like, she could have, like, oh. like, she goes toe-to-toe with Thanos in this, and he had butts her, and she doesn't even finish, oh, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to kind of hold her back, but I was surprised. I thought she was really going to be the key to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she really wasn't. She was kind of barely there, um, which surprised me, especially after they mm-hmm. released her solo movie right before this. It seemed like maybe that was a little bit of a MacGuffin.
0: Well, so here is my thing on that, sure. because, yes, that was one of the my initial like disappointments with this movie is that um, there were so few of these characters that were somewhat recently introduced that um, don't really play a major role in this movie, though they do... Show up and kind of collectively fight at the end, but like Ekoye and uh, Captain Marvel are two great examples mm-hmm. of that. But then, if you look at the movie through the prism of this is kind of a celebration of not only the MCU but also the six original Avengers. Yes, you know in this in this series, um, that's that's the main focus. Okay, so, so if you just focus on those original six, that's everybody else is kind of there to like help them or whatever like rocket and ant-man sure they're there but they're not the main focus so cap iron man thor hulk uh black widow and then hawkeye
3: so i have to say that like um black widow played a really strong part for me i love what they did with Mm -hmm. hawkeye that he became just like vengeful
1: brent what is he is he ronin is that what he's called yeah. Mm-hmm. From the comics? Yeah. That in this case new character mm-hmm. name, I guess.
3: I thought that they yeah. did a good job of like exploring what each of the characters did after all of this happened. Like Hawkeye became incredibly vengeful. Black Widow was like I'm just going to become obsessive about like patrolling and all of these things. Kind of holding it together. Holding it together. Cap was like trying to be like, yeah, we have to move on. Like trying to convince almost himself to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor like just went off the deep end, right? Tony was like, I'm going to just move on with my life and try to find the goodness in it and live in a cabin kind of isolated, right? And start my family. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that sounds like a beautiful yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And then what's the last one?
0: Uh, Hulk. Hulk. Was like, and hey, then H- yeah. And then Hulk Starts became. A diner.
3: And then yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. He became, Social media star.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
3: <laughs> but he kind of became yeah. like a fusion of his two personalities. That's yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. good for him. Yeah. So I thought that they did a good job of sort of figuring out what would be natural for those characters to do.
1: I will mm-hmm. say, Brent, I didn't notice really until I was in the movie itself. Um, even from the mm-hmm. end of Infinity War, I you think
0: were I- in the movie. It was crazy. I was like, "Oh, is that Stephen <laughs> Fisher?"
1: And I, I had it was a cameo. just you watching
0: out on screen, yeah. and you just like shush, shush someone. You pointed, and then you left.
1: That's my ideal cameo.
0: Yeah. Shh. The shusher. Shut yeah.
1: The fuck up. Um, oh no, it's the ticket terror. What are we gonna do? <laughs> shush. <laughs> and he just walked um, off screen. No, I think we might have even talked about this, uh, I don't know, like even personally, whatever outside of the the mm-hmm. show. But uh for Infinity War, like who was kinda left, but I don't know what at what point I realized yep. that the original people from the Avengers were left, the original Avengers, you know, that we've seen in the MCU. Um, but this movie, mm-hmm. like, really kind of hammered that home and that was kind of interesting because you realized everybody else was, like you're saying, like kind of on the peripheral like helping them out and stuff but it really was kind Mm -hmm. of their journey and oh my god like all over again i know it was like such a big trip to go through all that the mcu like walking up to to infinity war last year but it makes me want to like rewatch it all over again and this really was like a good culmination of everything to be like holy shit like what a great storyline for everybody involved you know uh yeah kind of show where they ended up and how they went through everything so
3: hey i
0: i think it's yeah hello oh go ahead I was going to say like I think this movie and Infinity War would be like a good double feature pairing sure. um because even though they're they're their own separate movies for sure but they um they have some connective tissue there like Oh yeah the the first informs the the second even though it's handled in a different way and um I don't know I just the, the pairing of the two works nicely because in the first movie, one of the things we talked about in our Infinity War episode was that there wasn't a whole lot of screen time or like dialogue for Captain America. He was just, you know, kind of there. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't his his function in that movie, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this movie, not only is there a bunch of Captain America there's two Captain Americas, so <laughs> hey, it's kind of like, here you go. <laughs> the, you've been bitching about this. We know. That was for We us. know how this plays out. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: So uh, I had a question for you about the comics and sort of just like the MCU in general. Mm-hmm. Is it just the movies or is it sort of true to the backstory that there's always tension between Captain America and Iron Man?
0: Um they butt heads sometimes um in the comics it's usually well, like up to a point um there's a lot of headbutting between Captain America and Hawkeye because in the comics Hawkeye is a very like jovial he's like the jokester of the um of the group or whatever um so they used to butt heads a lot with uh Iron Man coming out like the the movie Iron Man coming out um and Robert Downey Jr's portrayal a lot of that um of that portrayal found itself back into the comics so now if you read an iron man comic you're going to see essentially robert downey jr's version of it so it's a more jovial tony he likes to joke around he's like the fun playboy whereas before that um and Stephen going back to where we did the um the mcu rewatch last year mm-hmm. that nearly killed us and uh we uh we reread civil war yeah. um for the show that that characterization of tony uh that book came out in like 2006 so two years before the Iron Man movie came out, and Tony's portrayal was was different. He was more yeah. of a uh, of a serious character. He didn't really joke around or anything. Um, he was like all science, all business, you know, all the time. He's still a hero, but you know, he he was uh, his personality was was different mm-hmm. at that point.
3: Well, what do you do? You like the portrayal of Iron Man throughout the series?
0: Oh yeah, yeah no he yeah Robert Downey Jr. killed it. Like he well. Oh. Rest in peace. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he uh, no, he did a great job, and like I don't. Honestly, if if his, if it were a lesser actor or a um, not as charming of a portrayal, I don't know that the MCU would have taken off as well as it did mm-hmm. because even with people bitching and moaning about Iron Man 2 again Stephen and I yep. love it it's a great movie stop shitting yep. on it you know you love it <laughs> you love to see Sam Rockwell's a little weird dance that it's he does so when he comes out on stage <laughs> it really so is good. great <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, his, his character really propels the MCU forward and him being a futurist mm. in and of itself helps out with that because not only do you see him like evolve as a character and his his storyline progress, you know, with him being like just a rich bachelor, but also becoming a hero, mm-hmm. and you know his relationship with Pepper evolving, and then um, you know ad- adopting Peter Parker as you know a kind of an adopted son, yeah. and you know having his own family, and then his armor changing with the times as well. I mean, it's just, I. This is a a fitting end. Even though I'm I'm sad to see Tony go, it's like, what more can be done at this point, you know?
3: Well, you guys know that I have, like, there's always been sort of the debate between us about Mm -hmm. Captain America versus Iron Man, Tony Stark. And I've always Mm -hmm. been sort of alone on the side of Tony Stark, and you guys are, like,
1: You've been wrong. Sure. Yeah.
3: Super in the camp of <laughs> Captain America, which I, I came around to him or whatever. But for me, yeah. like the fact that it culminated with him essentially being like the martyr. Yeah. Or like... As,
1: as with the credits rolled, I mean, it was like, I'm glad that it came back to Tony being the hero of this whole entire story.
3: Yeah, because like... Yeah. I think one of the things that I like about him is, yes, he's arrogant. He's like he thinks he's right he thinks he's smarter than everybody but like at his core he really wants to be like a proponent for change and good and all of these things and the fact that he had everything that he ever wanted right he had like pepper and he had their daughter and whatever and against probably his better judgment he figured out this thing that nobody else really figured out right like they were trying to figure Mm -hmm. it out and he he was the one who solved it and he felt the need to come back. And the other part of it is that I love that Pepper was like, You wouldn't be you if you didn't sort of risk all of this. She's always yeah,
1: kind yeah of in that way a little yeah. bit.
3: Like know. she knows who he is at his core. Yeah. And she doesn't try to change him. And so she was like, You you sort of have to do this um. it's like
1: yeah she wants him to be different like in Infinity War you know she's like trying not to get him to go and stuff but mm-hmm. I think she always kind of understands that a little bit mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. I, I think that um, yeah Britt and I for whatever reason you know lots of reasons but whatever reason I guess have an affinity for uh, for uh, Captain America but I, I do <laughs> love the Iron Man movies I loved Robin Downey Jr. in that role Oh like yeah. Tony Stark and stuff and this I think this was both it's both of their thing. That's what I love about mm-hmm. it, I guess. It, it's it, Tony was the ultimate hero, you could say, of this, because he was the one that had to wield the Infinity Gauntlet at the end. But he couldn't Cap's have done fingers. it with
3: Cap, without Cap.
1: Yeah, and then, like Cap got his storyline too, where like, he had to go back in time and return all the stones, mm-hmm. and then like, he got to live out his life and stuff. And it, mm-hmm. I didn't know, like going into this movie, I I was pretty sure, you know, and I think a lot of people were, like, both of their contracts were up, so we knew kind of like the actors were could be done at least. And Mm -hmm. it's like who was gonna die or whatever. I thought, you know, for sure, like one of them is gonna die, but I didn't know how it all play out, and I really didn't want to know until I saw it. Mm -hmm. And I love how it did play out. I think that there's something about Tony and his character that almost needs to be a martyr, Mm -hmm. uh, that he needed to die for this, and I'm glad that Cap got to live out uh, a life for once and kind of put the mantle down Mm -hmm. secretly, almost, you know, and and do this Mm -hmm. thing. And then I had always, you know, from what I do know about the comics and stuff, it was like, you know, one or both of them was going to pass on the mantle, but it seems like Captain America's mantle was passed on a little bit easier in the comics. It only seemed like, from what I understand, like recently, that uh, Iron Man's mantle was passed down um, to the, like Ironheart, you know, to the female Mm -hmm. uh, Iron Man. And, uh, but I was, I didn't know it was going to be, you know, Bucky or or Falcon, and and that was kind of interesting Mm -hmm. to play out. Um, I'm not sure what I still think about that. I guess like it was kind of weird. Like Bucky tells tells Falcon to like tells uh Anthony Mackie to kind of like go talk to Cap and stuff.
3: I liked it. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so it was weird to me because Bucky grew up with Cap. Like they are best friends. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm sure that we did. We saw we didn't see a lot of stuff off screen between uh, Falcon and and Captain America, but
3: but I don't think Bucky wants to fulfill that I role. think yeah,
1: Bucky, yeah I think that's a good point Bucky wants to like be Bucky wants peace I think he wants like like he loved living in Wakanda right. and just like doing his yeah. thing you know um, so that's mm-hmm. a good point but it just seemed like kind of weird that like he would be like you go talk to him my old friend who's like literally an old man now and i won't go talk to him and stuff but well i think that okay yeah, the yeah like, i think it's like he again.
3: probably talked to him afterwards but he was sort of like you are the no, person Kat died
1: right then <laughs> no i'm waiting i'm waiting, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> like you are the person
3: for the torch to sort of be yeah, passed yeah. too
1: which i'm excited about either way though i was always like i don't i don't care who it's going to end up being but i'm excited to see like if that mantle gets passed out, and it seems like it will, because they've been like building both of those characters up for a while. And mm-hmm. uh, Brent, you had mentioned to me that there's not really a an end credit scene to get to this movie, which we had kind of speculated about as well. Um, right. And then everything in the for like the future of the MCU in Phase Four is in the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Right. And I love that whenever uh, you get they see that stuff and see that oh my god like we're gonna get like now we're gonna get an Anthony Mackie Mm -hmm. Captain America like that sounds fucking rad yeah so I'm Mm -hmm. I'm down for that ride yeah
3: I do have to say that even though I wish that there had been more like screen time for sort of the women characters that I loved um overall I think that they've done a really good job of being inclusive Mm -hmm. in terms of the storylines of how like power has passed like thinking of Thor passing it to Tessa Thompson and I I, like don't know what her character name is yeah like him passing the torch I love that like Pepper was like showed up and she's in a suit you know and like that was great yeah, and then... I figured
1: she would whenever the daughter had the mask on and he said he was making it for her. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, she better fucking show up. Yeah. But then I forgot all oh. about it for like two fucking hours. <laughs> yeah. Then she showed up and it was great all over again.
3: But I love, like... But it's funny, movie.
0: too, because when you're in the movie watching it and then you, like, think back to something, you're like, oh, that was, like, three lifetimes right? ago that right. that happened. It was such a yeah. long movie.
1: <laughs> such mm-hmm. a long movie, but it really works. They really had a lot to fit in there, but they did a really good job.
3: But I even think yeah. about, like, um... I forgot what my point was Hmm. all the females all All the the females um, you guys can just go
1: on well I I wonder about this though because (laughs) I I wondered you know Brent brought up earlier um, the like all the female characters coming together in that scene like for one like when Spider-Man has the Gauntlet and he's like, "How do you get through that army?" and Captain, Captain Marvel's there, and it's like yeah. Captain Marvel can just fucking do that for mm-hmm. one, right? Probably. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought. Yeah, that's
1: what I thought was gonna happen. She was just gonna fly through the ball and be like, "Fuck it, whatever." You know, she just blew yeah. up that whole fucking ship by flying herself through it. You know, like she could <laughs> yeah. do whatever. She was pretty fucking powerful, but yeah. I love that scene. Like, you know, they're they're finally finally gearing up for like a Black Widow movie, mm-hmm. which will be really interesting. Oh yeah, I was gonna now. say
3: that was my mm-hmm. point though was like Black Widow being sort of the martyr for it mm-hmm. too, like Tony being the martyr overall. But Black She's Widow, one like, of them. she was one of the martyrs. the uh, The Infinity Stones wouldn't have worked without her, right? Yeah. And the fact right. that like through all of this, she was so dedicated to just Trying to get us back to normal, sort of thing, mm-hmm. and um, and I thought she played a really powerful role. But then, at like when she died, I was thinking, how is she gonna have a movie? Is it gonna be a prequel?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we've always wondered that. Like Marvel, you have to imagine is very meticulous about how they portray things and marketing and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like we knew, like they've been showing trailers for Spider-Man: Far From Home for a while now. It's coming out in July. And so it's like it's either gonna be a prequel and they're just hiding that, or it's he's gonna survive and it's gonna be after that, and we still don't even know that. Like it really still could be a prequel.
0: Actually you you mentioned that on the previous episode uh-huh. to this one, or maybe the like two before, whatever it was. Um but Kevin Feige and I wasn't gonna say anything mm. since you didn't hear, but Kevin Feige said that Far From Home takes place minutes after oh, this movie.
1: Perfect, okay so There you go. Yeah. So it's like they've been hinting at that for a while right of like Mm -hmm. we don't know where things were gonna go uh but same thing could happen with with black widow like it could be before and just like kind of a story about her i think it's kind of interesting now Mm -hmm. that we've this seems pretty final so for her Mm -hmm. um so that'll be an interesting thing but i'm still like down for her character and see what else you know they can come up with for her it just seems kind of unfortunate timing i guess because we've been kind of waiting for that for a while but Mm -hmm. the the scene of all the the women coming together um and how many of them there really are in the mcu they just haven't really utilized them and seeing them all even like they had them all lined up and they're all like fuck yeah and it was like one by one they would just pop up on sides of the screen be like fuck yeah and then hope van dyne appears out of nowhere and i was like fuck yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it was so cool and like all of them together yeah and it really like i know that people have been you know, eager to see that or whatever, and it was cool to see them all show up together. Um, yeah, and that scene was just fucking badass. But Amanda, I I do want to ask you because you mentioned it multiple times, multiple times. It was so funny though. She kept being like, "Where's Ka- Captain Marvel's coming, Rick? Right now, like, where's Captain Marvel?" And I really thought that after the movie Captain Marvel just came out, I thought they were going to utilize her a lot more. And she's so powerful mm-hmm. that, that was
3: like literally my biggest disappointment. Yeah,
1: like it's it, I thought she would be more utilized but it's like she Mm -hmm. is so powerful that she can go toe-to-toe with thanos and she only really like we were trying to discuss it afterwards and trying to remember but from what we remember it's like she's she's aiming towards the van and the the time travel device and he throws Mm -hmm. his like spear Mm -hmm. and it kind of hits at the same time and it blows her out of the way and like they drop the gauntlet i think is how it happened and that's when he and tony kind of go at it for it but um otherwise like she she was gonna do that you know like she was gonna make it happen and yeah. I was really surprised they didn't utilize her more
3: I was gonna say there were a couple people like women specifically that were underutilized to me yeah like I, I found I, I understand that it was sort of just the storyline of like who survived in the the, the previous movie moving on. The fact that Nebula played such a huge role yeah. in the movie. Oh my gosh. Right. She was one of my favorites. Yeah, right on. She's what?
0: Yeah. Was she, she was you? one of my favorites in this movie. Well, uh, but, I loved her uh, art. The
3: fact that she played such a huge role in it. Mm-hmm. And like Black Panther's right hand woman like, had a few scenes. Captain Marvel had a few scenes like even Pepper Potts was like barely in it. Like people who we've watched through the years and stuff. I was just kind of like okay. Like I just felt a little disappointed by the fact that they didn't find ways to incorporate them more.
1: Well, and I'd mentioned again like right before we went to the theater, um, Amanda had mentioned that Natalie Portman was at the premiere and I was like, well, Natalie Portman in the comics became like Thor for mm-hmm. a while.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was trying to
1: explain that to her a little bit. Cause I was like, in the comics that we we're reading, I didn't read a lot about her as Thor, but you know, she had been Thor and then Thor's back. But I was like, in the MCU, Thor is there. So I don't imagine she's going to take that mantle by any stretch in this movie. And she didn't. But, um, I was like, she could have, you know, I didn't know like where they're going to go, yeah. but at least for Captain Marvel, Uh, I would have thought she would have been a bigger part of it. Yeah.
3: Um, So I'm looking up.
0: Evidently, they were they were filming this movie, or like this is the first movie that Brie Larson appeared as Captain Marvel Mm -hmm. in. Okay. That's an awkwardly structured sentence. Anyway, so she (laughs) her first portrayal was in this movie, and then she filmed Captain Marvel, and Mm -hmm. I guess they were like concurrently filming, so she would like film film parts of in game. And then go film her movie and then maybe come back for reshoots or whatever for this. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why that's she funny. wasn't in the bulk of it. She was, and I mean, the movies came out a month apart from each other. Yeah. a month and change, you know? So
3: I think that that's maybe um, part of it for me. And mm-hmm. like, I understand like the filming schedule and whatever, but I'm like, to have like, such a successful movie like it made over a billion dollars and it was such a powerhouse and it was like such a um tentpole movie for women and like Mm -hmm. like strong women to then have her literally I would like to know how many minutes of the movie she was in yeah like to have them come out so close to be released it seemed like so they were close. doing it
1: on purpose, right? Yeah, like
3: the like they like led into Endgame yeah. with Captain Marvel, and then it's like she was in the beginning and she was in the very end. So yeah, to me, I'm like, as somebody who loved Captain Marvel, to then go into the movie and not really see much of her, I'm like, but why did you? Yeah. like why did you lead into it in that way then?
1: The the only thing I can hope is that in the future, with their use of her, that it'll be worth it. You know, like her second mm-hmm. movie or wherever she fits in the Avengers from now on, you know, that they'll be like, yeah, it's cool. And it, this will make sense a little bit more, or at least be like a little easier to take because you see her in other ways. But it did seem like they were really like gearing up to have her be like a big part of this movie. I really expected her to be a big part of this movie and she really wasn't. Mm-hmm. So.
3: Not at all. Like there were certain parts where I was like, why isn't she here for yeah. this? And it, I think that, maybe they planned it all along this way, but there was something at the very end or like, there was something where like all of the Avengers were around and she was like, she said something offhanded about how she was like, there are more than just earth. It's
1: like a thousand other planets, And this.
3: the universe. Yeah. And so she's like off fighting yeah. all of those battles and I get it, but I'm like,
1: we still want to see her. Okay.
3: <laughs> but, but like what you're focusing on is what's happening on earth. There's, mm-hmm. so,
1: there's always, like, little parts. Like, I, I could say in Infinity War, I was very disappointed that they um, didn't so, show anything with, like, the battle of... Um, I'm forgetting the planet's name right now. Um, the one in the Guardians of the Galaxy, where the, one of the stones was. Losing it. Xandar. Uh... Xandar. Yeah, that there wasn't anything with Xandar, yep. you know? Um, yeah. Because I love that planet. That planet's beautiful. And... To, like yeah. They just like talk about it like an offhanded way. Like he destroyed it and he took the stone. And it's like, yeah. I thought maybe they might revisit something there, you know, with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, also like Nick Fury was at the very, very end of this one. Mm-hmm. And he was also in a, only in a credit scene of infinity war. And mm-hmm. after all the stuff he built up, I thought he might be a bigger part of it. You know, so that was yeah. kind of disappointing to me. But... Like, it's
3: hard because it's such a huge cast. Yeah. And to try and Massive, to, yeah. To, like, give everybody their due or, like, a good ending. But I think that, like, Nick Fury, I agree with that. Like, he was sort of the start of all of this, right? Yeah. Like, he is the reason that we have the Avengers. You would think that it would be more than just him standing at a funeral. I also think that... Mm-hmm. Like, there was more, as much as I love Tony Stark, there was more Mm -hmm. of a, like, giveaway or castaway of him versus Black Widow. Mm -hmm. Like, they were all very sad about it, right? But, like...
1: His held more weight.
3: His his held more weight. For the
1: universe, yeah.
3: Yeah. And I was like, that was just as sad of a a loss for them. But maybe Mm -hmm. it was just that his was sort of like the final loss after all of this loss that they had experienced and so the weight Yeah, it's different. was heavier at that point. I don't
0: know. Mm -hmm. That was one of the more surprising things for me is uh, Black Widow and uh, Gamora from Infinity War. They both just stayed dead. Mm -hmm. Like Gamora, like what was it, 2014 version of Gamora Mm -hmm. or whatever was, was around but um not not the one that died like once they died in those each of these movies they're they remain dead and then the same thing for the vision i thought maybe they would bring him didn't, back they no didn't at all. he didn't come back at all yeah and you know and, they
3: didn't and really they have do...
0: that that tv show coming out too yeah so that will mm-hmm. be interesting mm.
3: they didn't utilize star lord very much either yeah like rocket was Mm-mm. a big part of it Mm-mm. and um like There were, so what was it? There was Groot at the very end, his interaction with um, Rocket. They saw each other, and Mm -hmm. it was sort of emotional or whatever, but um, neither of those played a very big role.
1: There's so many, yeah. There's just so many people to balance, but Mm -hmm. yeah. It's kind of interesting how it all plays out. So overall, I was very excited and very happy with the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I really... Didn't know where it would go and what would happen, and I didn't really want mm-hmm. to speculate too much. I had thought that the time stone itself would play a part, the time travel would be an issue, but I thought it was the time stone, and that yeah. really wasn't it. I was very shocked that they just like pretty much right away go and kill Thanos, and he's like, I've just destroyed <laughs> all of them, and that's it. And I was mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah, um, yeah, and then it flashed forward like five years. I really didn't expect that. Um, I did, I I had forgotten about it recently, but I did think, um, and maybe we had talked about it too, but I had heard some rumors and stuff about maybe like the quantum realm, you know, would play a part of it, which is interesting because Britt and I have talked a lot on the podcast about how we're not huge fans of the Ant-Man series, but it was kind of cool to see how that played like a pivotal role in the entire Mm -hmm. overarching series, you know? So that kind of like reportrays portrays all of that stuff that happened and uh makes sense of why like they made one in the van at the very end of ant-man of the wasp and it's like yeah <laughs> yeah of, you know, i was, think they sort sense, of did so. a good
3: job of balancing that where it wasn't like super ant-man heavy but it was enough to where like he kind of introduced the idea of yeah like how they could revisit this whole thing yeah um
1: no it was good i thought that was good stuff yeah yeah for sure um so one, one thing I will, I don't want to mention. So Amanda had mentioned earlier on that I had looked up um, bathroom break times. And there the, the three times that people had mentioned, there's um, some website, and then I found it on Twitter, though. Uh, mm-hmm. The San Francisco title card, uh, which is basically where Ant-Man is putting stuff together. And then Hulk, oh, yeah. Hulk has lunch, which is just kind of some funny moments, whatever. So I made it through those two. I ended up going at the latest one I could possibly go, at the New Jersey one. And the New Jersey one is when it starts off in, like, 1970. I think that Cap, Cap and uh, Iron Man oh, both yeah. jump back, right? And yeah. I realized I never saw Stan
3: mm-hmm.
1: in the movie. It was right
3: when you were walking out.
1: And a man, I asked Amanda at the end, I was like, did I miss his cameo? And she was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you walked out. And I, as far as I could down the hallway to the door, I was, like, looking back trying to watch the movie, mm-hmm. and I, I never saw him and so i'll definitely see it again whatever but like it was really disappointing that the people that made that list to be like this is a fine time to go were like oh don't mind the creator this fucking entire thing yeah i wish
3: they would have just done the two of them because i don't think anybody should have left during that scene and it was interesting because when steven got up to leave there were like 15 Mm -hmm. other people in the movie who went at and left during that time and it was both that like Stanley and then it was also Tony like happening across his yeah. dad and having sort yeah. of the realization oh my god this is my dad and yeah. like having conversations with him and I'm like yeah I know that that's like you could consider it a throwaway scene but it's
1: also I, very yeah. powerful
3: because it like Explain sort of who he is at like a cellular level
1: i had heard that it was a like a nostalgic scene so i took that to mean that it, w- it was more like the end of avengers when they re- recapped that stuff and saw it from a different angle not an entirely new thing that we've never seen before <laughs> like where he gets to like meet his dad like it was just very like ill-prepared so this is a spoiler territory yeah maybe we can throw this in and some non-spoiler territory on Sunday. when like, we record don't this again. leave during that don't scene. Don't leave during that scene. But I thought that was really, really poorly done by whoever wrote that to be like, Oh yeah, totally fine. Leave during Stanley's cameo in this movie. Cause I still, his have
0: final it. cameo in the MCU. Yeah.
1: Like that's yeah. pretty fucking crazy right after all these years. <laughs> so,
0: um, well, speaking of the, the end of that scene where, um, he, Tony sees his dad and, and, uh, talks to him and everything. Um, uh, at the end of that scene, um, his, uh, his dad, Howard, is getting in the car, and uh, his driver hops Ooh. out, and uh, his driver's name is Jarvis, yeah. Edwin Jarvis, and uh, who Tony names his AI after. Um, that actor is James Darcy, and uh, he also played Edwin Jarvis on the Agent Carter TV show, meaning that this is the first time the TV show has introduced a character to the movies.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, so I I thought that was uh cool that they uh, brought that continuity back in there.
1: Yeah. yeah, I thought it was fun in the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was in the TV show already. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, right on. That's fun.
3: So one thing that I just thought about um, was whenever they went to is it Vormir mm-hmm. um, with,
2: Soul Stone.
3: with the Soul Stone and it's Hawkeye and Black Widow. Right, um, we've seen them throughout a lot of the movies and sort of their friendship and, like, I don't know that there's ever hinted that there's, like, a romantic past between them or whatever, um, but I like the idea that, like, a man and a woman who are both heterosexual can have, like, such a connection and such yeah. a just, like, love for each other that goes beyond mm-hmm. something romantic.
1: I was gonna say, I don't think there's been really been a hint. I think yeah. just friends. Like, that they,
3: like, they just... Understand each other on a level that a lot of other people don't, and like he has a family, mm-hmm. he has kids, he has a wife that he's very committed to, right? And the idea that it's like they've been through so much together that neither of them sort of want to sacrifice the other to get the soul stone, and that there is mm-hmm. a fight that happens. That was like a good <laughs> scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because neither of them want to let the other go and I, I loved that because I loved the idea that it's like love can exist in that way and it not be romantic or them wanting to be get together or whatever
1: yeah it's not like mm-hmm. a love scene or like I want to do this for you or whatever it's like they both just felt like they should do it for the other it's ones. like
3: a kinship right yeah. like a
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they have, like, I like that, too. That's why I've been interested in a movie or whatever they're going to do with her character and stuff. I would love to see more about their history together in particular because mm-hmm. they they talk about um, Budapest. Budapest. Uh, and, yeah, uh, and I'm like, I want to see that movie. <laughs> you know, like, I want to see that yeah. story or whatever that is. And uh, it's been really interesting. And especially because the idea of this whole, whole thing was supposed to be to re- reset the snap and... He could get his family back. And it seems kind of clear to me, I guess, as an outside perspective to be like, he, you know, he should be, she, he should be the one to survive and she should be the one to give herself up for it. You know, like I got her side of it, I guess, but he is yeah. just that kind of guy to be like, no, like, I can't just let that happen. And he also thought he should just be the one to go because well, it's he would a do it for her. for him,
3: right? And like the idea that he knew that even if they were able to reset it, like- resetting it wouldn't bring her back because she's not part of the initial snap right and so it's like that kind of tussle between wanting to be back with your family and knowing that if you save yourself that she's gone forever
1: he still couldn't do it yeah Yeah, it's really like an elevated hawkeye i guess in my mind too which is good because Mm -hmm. we have a hawkeye show coming up as well oh Disney yeah plus and i'm even more excited mm-hmm. about that now because i've liked his character but he seems kind of oddly placed he's even mentioned that in age of ultron where he was like there are like robots flying outside and their aliens that have come down to earth and i have a bow and arrow you know like it doesn't really yeah. it doesn't really make sense but it's he's really worked more than you'd think on paper i guess is he in this sh-
3: is he the one in the show
1: he's there's a show called hawkeye where he's passing the baton to uh brent can you remind me what her name is in the comics
0: in the the comics, it's a uh, a second character also named Hawkeye. Her name is Kate Bishop, yeah. but she's unrelated. But in this, maybe they're just gonna he's gonna pass it down to his daughter or something. Well, I don't know. No, from
1: what I learned online, it, it said Kate Bishop. That name sounds familiar. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I I thought maybe they were playing with that. And when I watched this movie though, with his daughter and mm-hmm. stuff, I was kind of curious about that. But um, the, from what I read about the show, it's supposed to be about him like passing that mantle down to a, a new female character. So. Um, I've liked him he's I I like him as an actor but he's grown to me as a character as well on this kind of universe so Mm -hmm. so
3: one thing I just thought about was um, during the battle scene when um Doctor Strange looks at Tony ooh I like that and he Mm -hmm. sort of like they shared sort of a knowing glance and this is before Tony sort of becomes the martyr and whatever and he gives the one he gives the one or whatever like one finger yeah and that's when tony takes the glove and all like all of these different things right and it i wonder i don't know if, i didn't view it this way but i don't know if you did like i don't think tony knew at that point that he was the martyr did he
1: i am still kind of dissecting that scene i guess it seemed like you know dr strange had gone through all these interpretations like 14 million of what would happen And he was, all I, all I got from that personally was that he was telling Tony to wait like one second so that he would get the stone back uh, from his other hand and put it in the glove.
3: Oh, I saw it totally different. I thought that it was like in the last movie when he saves Tony and he tells him there's like no other way or whatever. I thought it was sort of Mm -hmm. like, this is the one way. Hmm.
0: OK, right. Yeah. And I yeah, that's what I was thinking too, Amanda um, earlier in the movie. There was a scene like when they're in that van, I think. And uh, and uh, Strange and Tony are talking and uh, they're they're talking about the, the 14 million things. And then um, Dr. Strange says, well, I, I can't tell you what you have to do. Otherwise, it won't happen. And then hmm. I thought that was reinforced by that scene where he's this is the holding up wave. the one. But also that one could be interpreted as like. If you need to go number one, sure. don't do it now yep. because the shit's wrapping up. So <laughs>
3: right.
0: keep it in your guts. So
3: did you, like whenever he sent that signal to Tony, did you think mm-hmm. that Tony got it at that point? That
0: I thought so, yeah. I thought that was Tony looking like, okay, so here's, here's this is where I do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I take that gamble. And so when he forms that like nano thing around the updated infinity gauntlet Mm. and you know thanos knocks him away all we see is the you know the palm of thanos's hand and as he snaps like when i saw just like the palm of it i was like
1: there's no gems on that you (laughs) (laughs) spoon-faced fool get out of here see I couldn't figure out how Tony got them, though, but then Nano Yeah,
3: okay, so yeah, can you explain that to me? Because that was a part that I didn't understand.
1: So
0: he created a nano uh, Hoover vacuum thing that Mm -hmm. suction cupped his hand, and he just took them.
3: Wait, okay, so I'm trying to replay that scene in my mind. Yeah. They're on Thanos' hand.
1: Yeah. On on a new Iron Man-type gauntlet, but... Yeah, Iron Man's all of his stuff now could be, and it was. It seems like it was, I guess. The, like, oh, nanotech. because it
3: was the one that they made that yeah uh, that Hulk, Hulk put on. Put on. Yeah. yeah. But yeah.
1: then, yeah. So I, I didn't quite get like how that worked. That Tony got those from him. Um, yeah, but that he, makes sense now.
3: But like, okay. So like, I, I'm trying to fill in the blanks. Did Tony just happen to have a glove that had like? It's all
1: nanotech, so it it creates like whatever he needs, right? So you kind of yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, with his updated armor, he can just like if you go back and rewatch Infinity War, there's a a point where he's flying off into outer space, like chasing Thanos' ship as Spider-Man hanging from it, and his like feet like come together and they make like a giant jet booster, and then he um, ends up making Mm -hmm. these different like hand cannons Mm -hmm. and these like piston drive things with his hands to fight Thanos with. So whatever
1: fits his needs.
0: Yeah, yeah, wh- uh, yeah. Whatever the movie needs, Uh, uh, uh Tony needs. Uh, they can do it.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. I'm not with that now. I I couldn't mm-hmm. figure that part out, but I was like, again, I was like, whatever the movie needs, I'm cool with it. Tony has them, sure, that's fine. But like that makes actual sense, given the stuff they've and, done.
0: And and since the the glove was made out of Stark Tech anyway, yeah. it's just as possible that his suit that he was wearing interfaced with that glove and ejected it from that glove to the other one. Whereas if it were on the original uh, gauntlet, maybe it wouldn't have done that. Maybe like once they're set in, they're set in or whatever. I don't know. I don't know.
3: So did you think like, was there a point when all of this was happening that you realized like, Oh, he's going to take the glove. He's going to snap and he's going to die. Like, did did you think it was going to happen that way? Or
0: I, I didn't, you know, I really didn't know. Like, At that point in the movie, I was just, like, watching it, just, like, trying to absorb everything. Mm -hmm. But after everything was said and done, and um, was it, like, Rhodey went over to to Tony as he was, like... After the battle was done and, you know, all the the, um, Mm -hmm. Thanos and all the aliens, like, Mm -hmm. turned to dust or whatever, um, he was sitting there, and Tony didn't look good for sure, but I thought maybe he was, like, gonna make it or whatever. But then by the time... uh, Peter went over there, and then like, Pepper shows up. Uh, yeah, Pepper shows up, and it was weird because she was just like gently, like, okay, okay, it's my turn now. Like yep. in real life, she would have just like shoved him directly <laughs> yeah. out of the right. way. Like but, it's her I husband. Mean, she you was know? very
3: gentle about it because she could tell yeah. that. Okay, so let's go back to that real quick because this is one part that I don't understand about the glove. Whenever mm-hmm. he snaps, like in Infinity Wars when Thanos snaps it's just like at random
1: it's whatever he wanted
3: oh yeah
0: he yeah so whenever he can Tony control reality snaps, at that point
3: he can be mm. like i just want to kill it's something Hulk
1: did, yeah. Like, Hulk was I, like, "I'm gonna try to keep the five years intact. Just bring everybody back to the five years because Tony wanted his daughter there." Yeah, you know?
3: like, like I want to bring everybody back that we want, and I want to kill all of these people who are and then attacking us. Tony
1: was like, "I want, yeah, all those people to die."
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: I didn't so realize it was, a that
3: it was thing. like a what you want type of thing.
1: Uh, yeah, I think mm-hmm. the way it played out is like Hulk did one of them. Those people survived. That's why they got brought yeah. into the into the fight. By Doctor Strange. So the Hulk did it once.
3: He snapped?
1: Yeah, the Hulk. Remember, like, he put it on and snapped.
0: That was when they were at uh, the Avengers headquarters before Mm -hmm. Thanos attacked.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. So he Mm -hmm. did that.
1: He brought everybody back, but five years later. So they just, like, all showed up again. Like Spider-Man said, like, I just, I, like, melted away, and then, like, I came back, and the the guy did the swirly thing, and I was here, whatever. Okay,
3: so the glove... Mm Okay, that makes sense because in the very beginning the glove survives after the snap and Thanos destroyed the stones or whatever because he sort of accomplished what he wanted, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the glove will exist as long as it's all of the stones are there. And so that's why they have to spread them out over the world.
1: You have to put put them back where they were because of the timeline, but yeah.
3: So what's to keep this from happening again?
1: I was just thinking about that too. You kind of, as you were talking, I realized that. But it's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that might be another play in the comic or the, in the, in the MCU. Um, it might not as well because it really was all hinging on this one madman that thought this was a good idea, basically. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that there that might be another part where they like kind of hide them more. But... Is
3: there another madman?
0: yeah his name is kevin feige and he's like "Uh uh-uh this was a pain in the ass we're not (laughs) doing that shit again
1: (laughs) yeah i wonder like they might they might hide them more they might talk about it more they might not because in the comics that's what's great about the comics that i've been realizing reading this stuff with brent that it's like they really can do whatever they want and the only thing we've really gotten Mm -hmm. from the mcu uh for moving forward is kevin feige being like we're getting even more you know weirder and weirder like we're going more cosmic because they can do whatever now. They've invited the Guardians of the Galaxy, but they've invited Captain Marvel, and all this stuff, and it can be whatever. So I don't know where it'll go, but there's so many avenues. It's not like the infinity stones like play a role in every single comic story. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like the overarching yeah. thing. It's just one thing. Mm-hmm. So, so did this
3: happen in the comics? Like, did Thanos and the Infinity Stones and like this storyline happen, or did they, like, take a portion of it and then create this bigger storyline?
0: Yeah, it was more like the latter. There was a a mini-series called The Infinity Gauntlet, where Thanos got all of the Infinity Gems, uh, as they're called, Uh, and uh, my uh, fellow fellow, uh, comic brethren and sistren, uh, know what I mean by that? (laughs) It's gems, goddammit. But, uh, Um yeah he 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 gives all the stones and and wipes out a, a bunch of uh reality but um eventually the a uh, a different group of characters end up taking him out like Namor the Submariner mm. shows up in his little like uh fish bikini speedo nice. and uh helps fight Thanos and we all know how Im- important uh, Namor is yeah. right I can tell by Amanda's <laughs> face Love Namor I
3: was like, thinking like was that to distract him? Or
1: like... Oh, the speedo! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanos
0: loves that yeah. dick. Yeah, he he flew he around with the little wings on his you feet. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, hey, speaking of which, this is the first movie to have a um, an official like gay character in it uh, with uh, gozy Agbo, aka Joe Russo, oh. uh, playing a a gay a gay man in that uh, that five years later uh, wait, wait, meeting wait,
1: that Cap was that? is at. I- Almost told a man about that in the theater, but again, I don't like to talk about it.
3: Did I leave?
1: No, no, no. It was when when Cap is in that group and they're talking about stuff. The guy next to him <gasps> that was like, "I'm dating the guy." I was like, "Oh, that's oh, yeah." The, that's one of the directors.
3: Oh, Okay, I, I actually yeah. loved that because he just so casually was like, "Yeah, I went on this date and blah blah blah," and he blah blah blah. He
1: cried and then I cried. Yeah, yeah. and I
3: was just like, I love the fact that it's like totally normal, yeah. like no big deal. But
1: he mm-hmm. he builds himself as Gozi Agbo. So okay. that's like their production company or something now, too. So,
0: yeah, yeah. He he had a cameo in. Um, well, he was murdered in Civil War, <laughs> and then he was. I think he was in. Oh, he was in one of the other movies, yeah. maybe Winter Soldier as as somebody, but yeah. yeah.
3: That is one thing I will say that I have liked about how they've done this is that they've like, really supported sort of like, strong female roles, strong sort of like. Um, diversity in general yeah just diversity inclusiveness in general like Mm -hmm. and i think that that was something that stanley really championed throughout the comics and like he was sort of ahead of the time of that in creating like passing the torch to women and people of color and whatever and i think that that was just something that they sort of continued with the movies but
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of inherent in uh marvel comics um not to say that dc doesn't do it as well but like for marvel it's always been like a more like progressive leaning um comic company and those ideals even though like sure there's a guy who does kung fu named iron fist who's a white guy with blonde (laughs) hair all right yeah like all right maybe not so great there but even still there's you know there's there's Hopefully more characters along the way. Now I had heard rumors that there was going to be a gay character showing up in a Marvel movie soon, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize it was this one. But I had hoped it was some like one of the heroes. Yeah, like, me
2: too.
0: Like I don't know, like maybe Vision comes back and he's like, "I've figured out I love Dong" or something like that. You know, <laughs> just like I don't know. But uh, yeah, or I was
3: hoping like it was gonna be of a, the a ones gay superhero, that, but like we haven't established any kind of romantic relationship with well,
1: them. Well, I heard about some stuff with Valkyrie. That, uh, because in the comics, that's kind of.
0: That's ambiguous or yeah, whatever. And yeah.
1: Because they show mm-hmm. that in Ragnarok that she, like, is mourning one of her, like, fellow compatriots or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that it actually it was, like, her lover or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I thought that might be, might play a more. Or part. I could
3: say it was Sam taking over as Iron Man or whatever, because, like, there has been no discussion of his, like, romantic life. Or- oh, no.
1: He really was, was macking on, uh, <laughs> on a black widow and she pulled up in the corvette and i ran and uh cap america too was he yeah he was like hey how you doing and she was like i'm all right how you doing oh yeah. okay yeah there's a little bit there you can go both ways though that's just cool so. i
3: did love that mm-hmm. whenever like the portals open and people were coming back the first thing you heard was on on your left oh
0: yes oh that. yeah i love wow, that yeah. yeah
3: damn straight yeah that was I just, I, got, I, was I so had excited. myself
0: a, a nice little giggle yeah, when that happened. Yeah, I, I was, was like, "Oh, that was for me." Cut the check. <laughs> Cut the
1: check. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I'm so excited. There's there's a lot more stuff I want to talk with you, Brent, eventually. But yeah.
3: uh, oh, you want me to leave?
1: Well, I'm just saying that this this short little segment we wanted to record is now at an hour and 42 minutes. So mm-hmm. uh, might just be a good time to wrap up. We're doing it. We're doing it.
3: Listen, people. <laughs> People want me and Brandy around.
1: People love you guys. You're our best mm-hmm. episodes almost all the time. <laughs> yeah. Except for the random yep. Ragnarok episode that had like 900 listens or whatever. Maybe
3: it's so. all the guys listening and they're like, ooh, a girl likes A girl's <laughs> here. <Yeah.
0: laughs> sure. Post pictures of your
3: feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you are Not always, for Brandy, right? You guys always, oh my gosh, Brandy would be like, no, no never. No, I'm not doing it. Yeah. But at the end, yeah. you guys are always like, um, "Do you want to like tell us your Instagram or your Twitter or whatever?" Do you I'm want like, to? No, no, no. I don't. no you don't. Don't it's exactly.
0: So yeah. We're gonna
1: ask you. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's Quite okay. Good. People are just gonna Google LTAS feet, right? And they'll they'll find a way.
3: <laughs> they're just gonna find your like Harry Hobbit. I was just, feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> really? Yeah. Precisely. That was amazing. My Harry yeah. Hobbit feet. Um, but yeah, so Amanda, do you have any other? Final thoughts about this movie you want to say?
3: Um I sweated a lot throughout okay. it. Um I cried a lot throughout it. I
1: A lot of perspiration. And I wanted
0: tears. they say that crying is just sweating out your eyes. <laughs> there
3: you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> I wanted to talk a lot through it. I held out. Yeah, it's good. Um
1: I would have shushed you
3: he would have shot yeah. me. He would I'll have... shoot my
1: wife. Absolutely.
3: I like immediately turned on my phone afterwards and was like, Brent, are you awake? Yeah. Because we need to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She was really
0: this, like this recording.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She was
1: really like, we got to talk about this right now. So I, I did,
3: I mm. did tell you like halfway through the movie, I kind of whispered over, like, I want to watch this all over again.
1: Oh yeah. And the second it ended, mm. you were like, I could watch this again. And yeah. I was like, literally we could watch this like right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which made me think of um, I think it was an interview with um, God, what was his name? Not Will Forte um, he's from Broken Arrow I have to edit this out. about uh, Mad Max Fury Road, there was a, an actor who had talked about um, after he saw Mad Max he and his wife literally his wife was like, I could watch it again and they literally just bought tickets and went all over again and then oh, Bill Hader? Bill Hader, thank you
3: yeah. He's from Broken
1: Arrow? Yeah, he's from Broken Arrow. Well, he's from
0: from uh, Tulsa, yeah. anyway.
1: I thought he was from Broken Arrow, yeah, yeah at least Tulsa. But, um, but he yeah. shouted
0: out uh, Broken Arrow in uh, the one of the outtakes yes. from Superbad. Bad
1: absolutely. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had mentioned that they, yeah, so Bill Hader had, they watched Fury Road, and then his wife was like, man, I could watch that all over again. And he was like, me too. And they literally bought tickets and walked back in the theater and watched it all over again. And then he went back <laughs> a third time, and he quoted, uh, I think it was... Um, Trey Parker from South, South Park, who said he went, he went to see it multiple times and he thought it was so great that he wore a a suit to go see it again. I felt like that with this. I was like, I could go see this again and I should wear a suit. Yeah. I just have to
3: say that he attended Patrick Henry Elementary School, which Mm. I am like 95 percent positive was the elementary school my mom did her student teaching at.
1: There you go. See in Tulsa? Yeah.
3: Six degrees of separation
1: yeah so Amanda pretty much is best friends Will here yeah. and oh my god yeah that's pretty cool we should have him in the wow. show sometime yeah yeah <laughs> sure come on Bill come on yeah. come on the show so anyway uh, Amanda you have anything else you said a few things but
3: I don't
1: know. a lot okay cool Brent do you have anything mm-hmm. else right now
0: I do uh, I wanted three things to happen in this movie mm-hmm. I had a checklist all three of those boxes were checked
3: okay what were they
0: Mm. I wanted, and I mentioned this on the Infinity War episode, mm-hmm. episode 41. Go check it out. Nice. It's bad. Don't listen to it. Uh, but I wanted the Hulk and Rocket to interact with each other, two of the, the uh, best CGI characters nice. on film currently, and they do. They get to ride around in the, the bed of that truck like Amanda yep. said, and I wanted them to have their own little like travel channel TV <laughs> show. I would know? watch that. Explore the world with Rocket and Hulk, you know? Yeah, that'd be great.
1: Oh, man. Rocket and
0: Bruce take you around the world. Disney know. Plus, coming um, this fall. And
1: then, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> it's
0: like naked and afraid. Well, Hulk no, and they,
1: the they, Rocket they, version. Because they own Fox, and Fox owns National Geographic, and we should just put these together now. Come on, everybody. Let's just do it, yeah.
0: yeah. There there are no rules yeah. anymore. It's a, it's a real Ready Player <laughs> One scenario, yeah. like you mentioned, Stephen. Um, so I wanted that to happen. I wanted... Uh, I wanted Cap to lift uh, Mjolnir, uh, which meant Mjolnir had to come back and it did. Yeah, that happens in that Infinity Gauntlet comic I was telling you about. Um, So I've been waiting for that one. And then I've been waiting the longest for Mm. Cap to yell Avengers Assemble, and it took forever, but he did it in the largest crowd possible. I'm sure hardly any one of them heard him, (laughs) but you know what? It's the spirit of the thing the spirit of the thing that matters they Absolutely. all magically have like ear communicators right. so yeah, sure. i don't know maybe it works
3: I'm yeah so, like i guess it just like didn't even well honestly
1: i didn't i mean i've heard that that phrase avengers is mm-hmm. but like i didn't think about it until i started really reading the comics with brent mm-hmm. and they do it a lot and they mention it in one of the mm-hmm. comics we read like uh avengers like three or whatever when they had iron mm-hmm. Heart, like someone mentions it and they like joke about it and i was like yeah this is like a big deal in the comics so well you
3: kind of reacted when it happened oh i yeah i fist bumped for brent specifically yeah Yeah. but then like you had brought it up and i was like it was almost like i retroactively was like but they've done it before no brent
1: there's one movie that cap starts to say it i feel and they cut the end of
0: age of ultron yes yeah I just rewatched that recently, yeah. So, it's, yeah, Avengers, yeah, cut to black because it's like yeah. at the end mm-hmm. of Age of
1: Ultron, they're like training the new people, where it's like Falcon and War Machine and Scarlet Witch or whatever,
0: yeah. and Vision, yeah,
1: and Vision, and, and they like Cap and um, Black Widow, Black Widow, yeah, walk up and he's like Avengers up, and then like cut it off. So mm-hmm. they've gotten close, but they've never done it before. So this with a huge fucking crowd, it's fucking stellar
3: one question i just thought of does vision come back we just didn't see him
0: i i don't know like we it seems like he would have come back because wanda uh, or scarlet which she she's clearly pissed off and she tells thanos you'll remember who i am or whatever and she starts whooping his ass ass pretty good uh, which i loved the character no and then like at tony's funeral uh clint and wander are off by the side or yeah off like mm-hmm. staring at a river or whatever and they're commenting that um black widow's gone vision's oh, gone right. and yeah. you know they're yeah you I, know so
1: i that's one thing i did expect that he would come back in this movie because well, i thought the she time travel, <laughs>
2: right
1: no no well she did but then thanos rewinds time and then he just takes the stone out of his head so mm-hmm. i thought i thought that they were gonna use the time stone but i figured some way the time travel was involved in this movie and that a lot of things would be rewritten mm-hmm. and i thought that he was gonna come back and then the way things played out he just didn't and i really there was so much going on i just kind of forgot about it eventually until like, he wasn't there and i was like oh my god there's no vision mm-hmm. at, yeah it's the end or whatever so yeah mm-hmm. it was unfortunate there was brent there's one thing that i wanted to mention um during that that so that scene in, in particular at the end is very sad when they're going through all the people at the cabin um, when they they put Tony's heart proof that Tony Stark mm-hmm. St- Tony Stark has a heart that was kind of that was a cool throwback from the first movie yeah, yeah. Um, out to uh, the lake or whatever but they go through like each pod of you know everybody dressed in black for his funeral oh, and yeah. stuff um, yeah but they there's like one teenage boy alone. Yep. Who the fuck uh-huh. is that guy? Yeah,
3: who was that? I, I was so I confused. looked that up.
0: It was driving me nuts. I was like, yes. wait, is this seeding something for the future? Yes. No. Nah. That's Ty Simpkins from Iron Man Three.
3: It's Ty Simpkins?
1: He's so yep. old. I,
0: I Googled it. I know. Google him. Wow. And that's him. He he looks like a lot older. He looks a lot like okay. thinner. Like he's yeah.
1: I okay, that for one, I also love Iron Man Three, so that actually like really, really makes me excited. I just didn't realize it mm-hmm. was him. I was Wait, really confused. The yeah.
3: little kid in that movie, yeah, that yep. has like the, the watch and, yeah.
1: and so oh my sister's gosh. watch. Yeah. hmm Yeah, that's yep. pretty sad. Okay. If I
3: had known that, I would have cried. I know.
1: I know, that. right? Yeah. I didn't know it was him. I didn't know who the was. <laughs> I thought they were leading into weird. that was gonna be like someone, right? A new Iron Man, new whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: I did so. in that scene. I loved that Happy was sitting with. The daughter.
1: Oh, that was cute. When they cheeseburgers? Yes. Oh, my God. Because yeah. de- That was the first Iron Man. When he comes back, he's like, I want a cheeseburger. I cried during that. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was good. She was good, too. Yeah, yeah, it was a great movie. Oh, my God. Very excited to see it again. A lot going on. Put
0: you, put you right through the emotional ringer, <sighs> you know?
1: Seriously, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll cry all though.
3: over again. I know it. Yeah, like, it was a very good um,
1: <laughs> ending to this entire saga. Uh, the very, very last thing I would like to say is that one of the things I thought about as the credits were rolling in this movie that the timeline that we are in that we get to live in mm-hmm. um, you know Joss Whedon got to direct The Avengers which I still love it's probably my favorite of all of these I still love that movie so much and then Age of Ultron which you and I have discussed is is a great movie that we kind of find greater than maybe the majority of people but I really love the Rousseau brothers and what they've done with their movies in this series and I it's almost weird to me to think of joss whedon doing the entire avengers part of the series you know like at this point i can't really imagine his version of infinity war and endgame and i'm very glad that we've gotten to see the russo brothers do what they want to do with it and uh i feel like they really made this culmination worth it so Mm -hmm. i really like the the whole trajectory of this entire thing has been pretty great so
0: I was I was thinking about that too like I'm glad there's two of them to keep track of like all of this right, yeah. you know there's a lot of shit going on need I need you directors. to look at this side you look at this side yeah. You just bring it together
3: Do you think they just have like an enormous whiteboard where that's just like 10, I'm sure lines yeah. going? Oh, I'm
0: sure there's so much going on Yeah, and then dealing with producers, being like, hey, uh, we need this character to do this in this TV show we're planning, so make sure they end up here. It's like, oh, great. Fucking A. all right." Let me just
3: add that in, guys. And
1: I really think there's an extra level to the comics. Like, the comics didn't do that, right? Like, they have so many connections. Brett and I have talked about that a lot, about, Mm -hmm. like, we're reading this, like, War of the Realms, but there's, like, so many offshoots, and, like, you don't have to read them, but they're like Mm -hmm. add to the story but like with the movies like they really want to keep things linear and they have offshoots but they they can't go too too far from it they can't stray too far from it because you want people Mm -hmm. to have like a through line and that's just gonna be so tough as directors and uh they've really pulled it (laughs) off so
2: yeah
0: you really have to have the confidence to be like you know if somebody says well i haven't seen ant-man or the wasp or whatever That you you're just like well there's a character named the wasp now she can fly and she has (laughs) shrinking powers just all right so all right well I do have to say
3: like given like even with my complaints of like what I was like oh I wish I would have seen more of this or whatever it's like to have so many characters so many different movies so many different relationships between people timelines all of this stuff like I understand that that is probably like. Horrible to keep all together, yeah, and that mm-hmm. you can't please everybody, right? Like, they I have my complaints, other people will have their other complaints, or whatever. And it's like, as long as you do the majority of it right, like it should be a really amazing experience and movie. So, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah 22 movies in, you know, <laughs> seriously, is it 22? <laughs> is that like, that's a, that's a, yeah, this is the second one, or the 22nd one, yeah. That's that's a lot. I think somebody said
3: something about like 57 or 58 hours or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also realized that this movie is like the, the last movie in Tom Holland's like Marvel studios
2: contract Mm. or his,
0: um, I guess like Disney contract. And, um, like I, I guess he was originally signed on for six, so mm. three for Marvel, three for Sony. Uh, Sony, and he's already had Homecoming over there, and then uh, Far From Home comes out uh, later okay, this 18. year. So he's got one more, and then I guess maybe he's done, or maybe mm. they just pay him a little bit more to to keep it going. But yeah, his he's he's almost done himself, which is insane because it seems like yeah. he just just got that role i
1: know like when you think about it just
0: but they burnt through him quick
1: just his thing alone yeah that it's kind of weird because he's only done like one of his movies but he's been in so many other projects so Mm -hmm. i i've I've really kind of forgotten that when he said that i was like what are you talking about but i was like yeah he's still like owned by sony they're like bringing him out (laughs) to this (laughs) which is pretty crazy still that's a a great feat that they've done so so iron Mm. man
3: is done and cap is done but is like Mm. um like what what characters are
1: Well, I would say that neither of those characters are done.
3: Those actors are done. Okay. Good point.
1: But yeah.
3: So
0: Well, I I think they're going to have Sam be Captain America mm-hmm. from uh, going forward. It sounds like that's what's yeah. what the plan would be. Um as far as like an Iron Man, I don't I don't really know. Maybe they're going to bring in uh, Riri Williams who's uh Ironheart in the comics, who's like a A younger protege. Um, Thor, he's fat now. Okay. There's nothing that can be done. He's just a fat guy. I say
3: it's Thor. Is Thor then.
0: Yeah. Um, And then we don't know about the Hulk. I don't know what Mark Ruffalo's um, Mm -hmm. deal is or whatever, but it seems like they could and probably should just let the Avengers franchise rest for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever like the early phase four movies are, just let them do their thing. Then eventually come out with a set of like new Avengers movies kinda like they did in the comics and then you bring in uh Falcon Cap and you bring in Captain Marvel and Black Panther and Doctor Strange or whatever and uh yeah. kind of reboot the the franchise that well, way. Well
3: especially because they talk wow. about this like as the culmination and it was like such a big thing where everybody was just kind of like this is the end. This is well, the and, in, like yeah. the yeah. end game. The and, Infinity saga. Yeah but, like yeah. and so it's sort of like okay that doesn't necessarily mean that like the Marvel movies are over, but like, where does it go from here and, mm-hmm. and how quickly I guess.
0: Uh, yeah, I, uh, I was curious about like, if this was the end of the Marvel saga. So I actually called one of the <laughs> Disney executives and, uh, here's a little about? audio. Re- here's a little audio recording of that. So, uh, sir, tell me they, uh, I gotta know. Uh, is this the end of the Marvel saga? Ha
2: ha. no,
0: Nah, son. Ain't happening. Nah, get out. Oh, wow. So that's how that conversation went. Conversation. Yeah, I called them and I then evidently I was also call? there. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird thing. You could just... Mm. 1-800-DISNEY. Yep. Just not even enough digits to make a call, but... <laughs> it, it or is works. it
3: too many digits? <laughs> hmm? no. Wait, no, I'm what? sorry. No.
2: What this?
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Listen, it's mm-hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm usually in bed by <laughs> 10.30. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brett was the one that was tired of the any of those things, so I know. Really that we're the yeah. one that were wired. So Well you gave yeah.
3: me caffeine. I did.
1: So. Oh I yeah, I fed doctor Pepper today. So um Did, did you crush up no dose and I did. put it
0: in
2: her.
3: I came home her from her work her. and I was already yawning and he was like, Do you need some Coke? Or because like, we got like a three hour movie. So yeah, we gotta
1: make
0: mm-hmm. this thing.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, this was a, a really just like a short segment we wanted to do real quick. Two hours. Um, throw it in here. Yeah. And we are literally counting down the minutes right or the yeah seconds right now down to uh, two hours. We'll see mm-hmm. how this edits in, but um, anything else from anybody?
3: See no, Vienna? cool.
1: Anyway, um, <laughs> we can't have any more. Um, no. So we'll probably uh, finish this out on the podcast another way. I don't really have to finish this out reading our, our bullshit on the script like we usually do. But Mm -hmm. just in case, uh, thanks for listening, and
3: that's all I have to say. Good night, it's 2 (laughs) o'clock.
0: Good night, and good (laughs) luck.
3: Good night, it's 2 o'clock, I go to bed. (laughs) Where's my bird?
0: (laughs) Where is my bird? I need my bird. Where
3: is my bird?
1: (laughs) So, we're back. Days later...
0: Yes, uh, and that was a uh, a rambling mess of a discussion, but that's how discussions about this movie go. Yeah. That was a that was a parking lot discussion after the movie. Oh yeah, nice. captured in audio form mm-hmm. for your listening pleasure slash confusion. But yeah. you know what? It was a, it was a good time. It's all over the place. There's so many thoughts, yeah. and uh, even watching this movie back a second time, my my head was still racing. Um, and one of the things that stood out to me. Um, and this, this movie is like very clear, um, about what it's doing as it's, as it's playing. So if if you only see it like once or whatever, um, or the first time you see it, it's not like you're missing out on something, mm-hmm. but there are just little bits of connective tissue that I, I saw on, uh, on the, the rewatch. So, uh, one of the, the more prominent ones was when they're all on the time machine and they're, they're white, uh, like time suits or whatever. Um, black widow Tells everyone, "I'll see you in a minute." I was like, "Oh, Uh-oh. dear, 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 Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> you won't be back because oh, uh, yeah. she dead. Uh, she had to had to sacrifice herself. Um, that was that was uh, that was rough." Um, yeah. And I know, I know, people are upset that like the female Avenger uh, from the the uh, first movie is the one who's no longer in the film. And, uh, honestly, it's the same thing for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, the one female character from the first Guardians movie also sacrificed herself. Um, it's, it's unfortunate, but, yeah. I think kind of generally the same pose as well. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's rough, but...
1: It makes sense for their characters, though, I feel. It it Um, does, yeah. I don't know if, you know, they, they... The Avengers in this one, they split up to go to the different stones and get them different areas and stuff. And they Mm could have, any of them could have done whatever. I don't know why, I don't remember, uh, you know, why they necessarily chose. I don't think they knew how it was, they were going to have to get the soul stone, you know, that's the whole thing. They didn't realize until they got up to that cliff. Um, But it makes sense for those characters, like that scene of them fighting each other to basically sacrifice themselves for the other one Mm -hmm. is a very meaningful scene with two old friends uh yeah so it kind of makes sense uh it's just sad for her character i'm still interested to see because they've talked about a black widow movie so now i'm curious i I felt like it was always going to be sort of a prequel in some way it was going to be like for spy days you know yeah so i i'm just curious to see what they're going to end up doing with that it's just kind of interesting that it took this long to get it off the ground anyway and then now yeah (laughs) now she she did so it's weird yeah (laughs) we'll see how.
0: yeah i wonder if if they're going to go back and tell the story of, like, Budapest that they've, they've mentioned in the mm-hmm. first Avengers movie and then this one as well. Um, and I'm just, man, I, I really hope that that is a a solid plan. It's like they've quasi-confirmed it, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, official. We don't have, like, mm-hmm. a, a logo for the movie or that's a true. release date. Matter of fact, we don't know what exactly is coming out for Phase 4, in what order, and that's mm-hmm. all next year. We don't know what next year's film slate is. Yeah. Uh, for the MCU, which is, is crazy, but yeah. they have to be working on some stuff. I mean, like, are they filming anything? I mean, this is the, the last, like, Disney MCU movie to come out this year. We've got uh, Spider-Man coming out in July. And, uh, mm. Stephen, just for you, I, after <laughs> I saw this movie, I called oh. Marvel, uh, and I spoke with Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. and I was like, listen, man, my friend Steven has a birthday in july and we're big mcu fans we've talked about all the movies i know you're planning to release far from home on july 5th can you bump it up a little bit for because i really want to get steven something great for his birthday Mm -hmm. can you go ahead and bump this up a little bit and he was like you know what for you i'll bump it up to his birthday on july 2nd
1: is that when it comes out now
0: Yep, they moved it up by three days. Brent,
1: you did that for me?
0: I did that just for you and you, listeners. You're welcome wow, as well.
1: I appreciate that, go, man. What, 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 what,
0: what, 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 what are we going to gonna wait until a <laughs> Friday to see this movie? No. That's, that's mad. Hell no. No, this movie is coming out, Stephen, on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday is when this movie is coming out.
1: <laughs> as it should be.
0: As it should Everybody, Everybody loves to see a movie on a Tuesday. Yeah.
1: You have nothing going so. on the next day. It's Wednesday, you know? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. Up yeah. day. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody's doing anything at work. Whatever. No yeah. big deal. See a movie on Tuesday. Yeah. That sounds great to me. For my birthday? Yeah. God, I'm excited. Yeah.
0: Hell
1: yeah. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. So catch that on Stephen's birthday. And if you would, after, after the movie's over, take some confetti out of your pockets and just throw it. Mm-hmm. Just throw it straight up in the air. Yeah. And, uh, you know, keep your kazoo handy, make noise. But after the movie, <laughs> after yeah. the
1: movie. We do not condone um, kazoos
0: during a movie. No. That no is- movie kazoos. Hashtag <laughs> no movie kazoos. Let's light it up, people. <laughs>
1: So Brent, you've seen this twice. I have not. had the opportunity mm-hmm. to see it again. Like you said, yes, it was. Uh, it's always better seeing something the second time, especially something this long and epic. That there's just so much going on, story-wise and visually and stuff. So um, I'm really going to have to rely on you a little bit for anything you want to bring up that we didn't talk about. Yeah. You know, during the uh, the parking lot discussion, as you called it. Um, yeah. So yeah, do you have uh, some notes or what do you got?
0: yeah i i do so uh one thing i want to mention is earlier in the show i mentioned that uh i had gone back to re-relisten or re-relisten re-relisten <laughs> <re-re-re-re-re>? <laughs> oh should i put my thing down flip it reverse it <laughs> um yeah I, uh, I re-listened to episode 41 of ours where we talk about infinity war and uh in that episode I mentioned that I spoke with my friend Ross on the phone earlier that day and he had the the idea that it would be um even though we didn't see Hawkeye in Infinity War, that his um family would end up being the ones that were uh thraptured in uh-huh. um in like his his continuity and that would um be his motivation for this movie and it came true it actually came true yeah, so, so sad um i thought that was pretty impressive and mm-hmm. then uh, our listener uh, daniel sanchez who co-hosted the uh, the too fast too furious and tokyo drift episode um he texted me he was able to go see it this weekend and i was i was so hopeful that he would because i was like i don't know how you're going to remain unspoiled <laughs> <laughs> like if you get to next week it's just gonna be fucked for you but um he he texted me last night and uh He said that, you know, he was he was sad to see the, the, you know, the Avengers go that did. But um, he he liked uh, uh, he he thought Fat Thor was funny, but he kind of hoped that he was going to return to his regular. But Mm. and I I couldn't quite remember it on my first viewing. But the second time I watched it, like even though he lightnings his own costume back onto him, He's still fat, like yeah. it's, He still has a has a guy. He's like in his Thor costume, but it's a it's a fat Thor costume. That's like, amazing. It's yeah. As he it's, beamed it uh, onto his
1: body, he like let it yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would say that during the movie when I watched it, I thought that that was gonna be a little like joke for like half the movie maybe, and he was gonna whatever magically you know become. Chris Hemsworth, we all know and lust over. So
0: there'd be like a training montage where he, yeah, right. he lose the weight or whatever. Yeah. yeah,
1: I really thought that. Yeah, he was gonna have a, a change, uh, but he was really like depressed like the whole time, you know, until he went to talk to his mom, basically. And mm-hmm. um, and so I, I I'm fine with it now, but yeah, it was my thought that it was not gonna be that way the whole time. But mm-hmm. it's cool.
0: Well, similar to how Tony had PTSD in Iron Man three, Thor has PTSD from. You know, yeah. Infinity War and, and this. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's even though it's like a, a silly uh, portrayal in this movie, mm-hmm. it still makes sense for his character.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I
0: mean, like there's that, like an A to B, um, you know, connection there. So, um, yeah, I mean, even though he was he was Fat Thor, like, man, during that last fight. Oh, holy yeah, shit he was ass. he was still bringing the pain he, he he had his eyes lighting up and yeah. bringing the thunder and holy shit, man it was just it was all good
1: you know I just remember too because he's fat Thor, but he ends up with the guardians at the end um, mm-hmm. but that was like a joke in infinity war when they when they get him that everybody is talking about how handsome he is and his muscles and everything. And then (laughs) Star Lord is like, "I'm not fat," and he's like, "That's it. I'm getting a Bowflex. My eyes a bit open, or whatever." (laughs) But they, I don't. There's not like a joke between them. Like he should have been like Star Lord should have been like, "Yeah, fuck this guy. Like who's fat now?"
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Missed opportunity. I I do love the uh, the thing there at the very end where Thor is going to be riding with the Guardians now, and uh, and man, it just. Even the second time, I just laughed out loud yeah. when uh, when they're going back and forth between like who's the leader and With uh, knives, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, and Drax is like, yeah, we all know who the leader is, and then they're both just like sitting there nodding their heads, and yeah. and uh, uh, Peter Quill is like, yeah, it's 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 me, and then uh, Thor's like, oh, it, no, yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 we know, we know, <laughs> we know. <laughs>
1: Does he ever join the Guardians in the comics? Is this a brand-new movie thing?
0: Um, It's—I guess it's new for the movies. I mean, like, the the characters have interacted in, like, different, um, like, stories and whatnot, but um, as far as, like, Thor being with the the Guardians specifically Mm -hmm. and playing a role with them, um, yeah, I mean, this is, like, original to the movie. Now, there's currently a a comic series called As Guardians of the Galaxy that has— Um, some of the um, like Thor related um, like side characters have, have teamed up and started their own version of the the Guardians but um, but yeah I mean this is pretty much it's own thing and mm-hmm. you know whether or not it's carried forward in a later film you know if, it's, if Thor's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with James Gunn directing oh god hell yeah yeah
1: that sounds pretty all
0: day or day as mm-hmm. you like to say
1: and um <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, that would be that's, that'd be fucking awesome. That's or, great too because it, it could even was be so like, yeah, to that, and it could be it's like poo pooed or whatever, and be like uh, Thor saying, "Oh yeah, I hung out with the Guardians for a little bit, and then I'm you know fucked yeah. off and did my own thing or whatever." You know, I mean, it, it could be a throwaway thing, but uh, just the idea of it is is fun.
1: Yeah, no, I like it. It'd be fun to to see them interact more, and it's kind of fun to see how that's yeah. kind of started, I guess, and uh, when they picked him up in Infinity War, and he his banter with him, and, and like going with Rocket and Groot and everything, um, yeah. The fact that he can speak Groot already, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, all that stuff it just kind of fit whatever. And then uh, I didn't expect mm-hmm. it to be any more than that movie, you know, like they just happened to, to be in space to pick him up, and uh, to now see like oh they it seems like they were kind of like laying the track down to eventually have him join them whatever. Like, I didn't expect that, yeah. so that was that was a cool twist.
0: Yeah. Um, another thing upon second viewing is I didn't. Since I already knew what the movie was, I didn't have the um, like just uh, guessing of the dark type expectations of mm. what I thought might happen. So, um, you know, the first time I was watching the movie, for some reason, I thought maybe they might. Um, I knew that time travel was involved just from some like leaked set photos and whatnot. Mm. So I thought maybe they'd somehow bring back Quicksilver. Um Taylor Johnson's oh, yeah. character, uh, Scarlet Witch's brother from mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. I thought maybe he'd uh, have a cameo of some sort in there. Nah, uh, <laughs> I thought the Vision might come back. Nah,
1: I really thought uh, Vision was going to come back. That was sad. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, now it it didn't really bother me. And then you know, Captain Marvel being in the movie for such a short amount of time. You mm-hmm. know, book it bookending it on you know the very beginning and the very end. Um, it. Even though I, I wanted to see her more, I I know that it's focusing on the the main six Avengers. That's yeah, that's the main story there. Um, so all of these other characters, it's nice to see them. Um, you know, spider my favorite fictional character, but I wasn't upset that he was only in like a portion of the movie there at the very mm-hmm. end. Um, you know, I got to see him fight a little bit. And that's that's about it. You know, yeah, set, it's like, we'll a see Tony the rest funeral. of them.
1: Like for years to come, hopefully, you know, like so they they have their own thing, but this really needs to be the culmination of that original six story. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense. I I didn't know how it was going to play out. I I thought a lot of those people were going to be coming back sooner in this film and we get more of it. And instead, it becomes just, it's like a time heist. Like they talk about, like that's the movie. Hell yeah. And that makes it really fun to like revisit the past and change events and everything. And um, it played out, that's where I guess it, it played out differently than I expected how they did the time stuff. Um, I thought it was going to be more like they just reset something. I thought it was going to be more like they weren't trying to get, get the stones and, like, different timelines. I thought it was going to be they were going to try to somehow, like, reverse the snap or, like, not let him do it then or, like, move vision or something like that. I don't know what it would be, but, um, but then again, like, I liked how it played out, and uh, I'm very excited to see it again and, and let it, like, kind of just wash over me a little bit more.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it definitely makes a difference, um, especially since there's so much new stuff. Like we we see that Tony and Pepper have a daughter in this movie. Um, we see that, um, I mean, it just knowing that the the characters that were you know dusted in the in Infinity War don't come back till the very end of this movie, even though I was kind of expecting it throughout my first viewing, um, it set with me better this time, mm-hmm. um, and it, it really it really was effective the way that it was used as well. So yeah, I just, you, you need to see this movie a second time. What are you doing right now? Why are you you recording this podcast? (laughs) Yeah, just go. I'll finish this up. I'll clean this up.
1: Good. (laughs) (laughs) So one, one that I expected uh, to come back more that I am disappointed about. And I'm curious because I don't think we talked about this the other day. And, uh, he only makes a brief appearance is Nick Fury. And, and I really kind of realized for Infinity War as well. You know, he's only in that like in credit scene, but it's like they did that thing at the end of uh, I'm thinking, I'm, uh, I'm freaking, I forget what it's called right now. The movie he like fake died in basically, um, so he oh like, uh, shield, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, okay, yeah, and Winter yeah. Soldier when he, he did that that was one thing I didn't know where his storyline was going to go, but I expected him to like pretty much just come back again. Like I thought that was going to be kind of an off camera. He was doing some stuff out there, but he would be there a little bit more. And, um, it's really like an infinity war. And then this one, like he was, you know, the guy who brought the Avengers together. Like I thought he would have been more a part of that plan. And I feel like I'm kind of like, it's like, there's so much going on and it's like, I can't know where I'd want him to be interjected into the story. I just like Nick Fury a lot, and yeah. I expected him. Like, if, if you told me, like, going through the Avengers movies and all this stuff, if you had said that he really, really wouldn't be a part of the very end to like movies, I would have been like, "No, that's crazy! Like, he's a big part of that, whatever." So, yeah, um, it seemed like almost like he he had to be there at the beginning to bring them all together and make them what they were. But then they took over and were what you know the world needed. And they were making their yeah. own decisions, and so he he could step back finally. And I just mm-hmm. always expected him to be a part of that story again, but he really never needed to be. Um, so anyway, it's just something I personally, I just, I wish he would have been there a little bit more.
0: No, I totally get that. And, you know, seeing him at the end of this movie, he, he just walks in the frame, has no dialogue in this yeah. movie. It does seem weird. Um, but... I don't know what his interaction would be. You know, I maybe he would, like, be at the that final fight or whatever. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I don't...
1: And it would have been cool to see know. him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: absolutely. From, from what I heard, he's, he's a big part of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, that he's yeah. kind of, like, helping Peter become who he needs to be and everything. So that would be nice to see him again. And maybe they were just like, we have this other thing going on with him or whatever. So yeah. they can do that. But, yeah. Yeah, he, was, he was I, a big part of...
0: He was a big part of Captain Marvel. He's going to be, yeah. I guess, yeah, a supporting sure. character in Far From Home. So, uh, again, coming out on your birthday this year, July second, yeah, be yeah, there. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, Fury would have been, or it would have been nice to have mm. some more Fury in this movie, but um, you know, beyond that, it's it's hard to find
1: something to, yeah, to yeah, complain I know. about. It. There's nothing. Yeah, and even that is hardly a complaint. I think it's just. Yeah. Uh, you know, another timeline, different movie or whatever. Um yeah. But it's still everything in there. Like I can't, like again, like I can't. I don't know where I'd put him in the movie. There's nothing yeah. that was like a gaping hole that I was like, oh, this is where Nick Fury needs to slide right in. You know.
0: Oh yeah. So slide up in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to discuss um, that we didn't quite get to, or maybe we just touched on in our, our uh, conversation with uh, with your wife, Amanda, is uh, Nebula and her story mm-hmm. and um, the arc that she's had from the first Guardians through the second Guardians and then on to Infinity War and then Endgame. Um, and, man, I really like what they did with her character. I thought she was great in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, Karen Gillan. And, um, just the, the redemption of her character in a way. Um, and it's not like she became like an, the overall hero, but she was certainly there to, um, I mean, it, if she wasn't there, things could have gone a totally different way. You know, Thanos would have ended up with that second gauntlet. Um, but yeah, man, I just, I just really liked, the scenes with her and Tony at the beginning where they're yeah. playing, uh, you know, foil football or whatever yeah. substance that was. Um, you and, can see uh, the
1: competitiveness in her eyes. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so Holy good. shit.
0: I will never be that competitive about anything right. <laughs> in my life ever. And, and she's just an actress under makeup, you know, pretending to be competitive, you know? Yep. So, um, but yeah, after, you know, their, their little football game, Tony extends his hand and, And she shakes it, you know, kind of hesitantly. She's never really had anything like that. And uh, Tony says, good game. Uh, Did you have fun? And she's like, yes, it was fun. um but yeah just just seeing them bond and then you know later in that same scene where they're they're low on supplies low on food and Tony Ooh. offers her you know a bag of 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 uh, like space food or whatever and she just simply like gestures the bag back towards Tony so he can have it it's uh showing some compassion there and um
1: yeah that's true yeah
0: yeah i i just Man, I just really liked her character, which is very surprising to me, because mm-hmm. um, in the, the First Guardians movie, she's a little um, uh, a little like cartoonishly uh, yeah, villainesque at yeah. times to me.
1: I, I, yeah, I, w- I haven't been like a huge fan of her, um, just as like a character, and I think that's part of it, is it's, she just seems to be uh, like a, a sister foil to um, now nah, I'm forgetting her name uh, uh Gamora. Gamora. Yeah. Yep. Um and it just yeah, it's, it, cartoony is kind of a good word for that uh for what she was, but she yeah, she's very important in the story and everything and it's mm-hmm. um it is interesting the uh <laughs> the wifi she shares with her former self and how that yeah. plays into the plot because with time travel especially in a, you know in a movie and a plot you have to kind of when you're you're messing with stuff and it's like they obviously can't just go back and make everything great or whatever like something's going to happen um and a lot of things happen to them along the way where you know they they mess up their plan to get the uh, uh, god I'm losing all of my words today where like Loki gets the um, the tesseract that's the word um, yep. Loki gets the tesseract um, like things just like happen that way right so, Something's gonna be mm-hmm. messed up and they have to like readjust on the fly but they they can't really do a whole lot because they're time traveling and they only have like certain things they can do um, so to see that kind of play out and how Thanos gets understanding of like what they're doing but he's not even like put his plan into motion yet in that timeline right yeah and it's just interesting to see how that that was the plot device that they used uh and i thought it worked i thought that was a good one um kind of using her more central to the plot itself you know
0: yeah so. well hey speaking of loki uh once he steals that tesseract yeah. he disappears and i'm thinking that's the catalyst for his mm. disney plus show
1: Oh, like okay yeah. he,
0: he gets to survive that round and uh and go back and and uh, I guess hop through history and, and do whatever he yep. wants to do. Um, that's just bad, speculation, whatever. but that, that would be kind of my best well, guess. you are the that.
1: showrunner of that show, so.
0: <sighs> All right, I wasn't going to say anything, but
1: <laughs> Why bad, that's uh, me. <laughs> yeah. I pulled a little off. Yeah, I, yeah. I did wonder about that because um, he, I thought about it afterwards, after we had talked, that I was like, wait a second, because Loki got away then. But then that's when they go back further in time to steal it a diff at a different point. Yeah. So it's weird. Like that's that's one thing I am curious to watch this movie again and many times is they talk about how you can and can't change the past and, and everything and mm-hmm. um how you can't get all your knowledge of time travel through like Back to the Future and all these different movies and stuff. But they do a lot of stuff in this that might mess up a timeline or should. Um, yeah. Like even like the 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 big thing with Steve Rogers going back and everything. I was thinking about like Peggy's other husband just doesn't end up with her then. You know, like, there's a whole nope. life, you know, nope. uh that gets wiped away, a whole like and all all the repercussions of that life, you know. Um yeah. so there's a lot of stuff that they they're like, "Yeah, you can't just change stuff or whatever." And it's like, "Yeah, they did. They changed a lot of shit though." So right. um <laughs> I'm kidding. That's why I love time travel, movies it's a fun puzzle to kind of go back and see whether they even work or not. It's always just fun to be like, "Yeah, they might have messed up the their plot decisioning here, but it's fun." Mm-hmm. And uh for the most part, I think this was pretty solid, but it'd be interesting to, to go back and be like, okay, well they changed it here. Loki got away, but then they went back further and changed it. So does he even have the Tesseract then at all? Like they have yeah. to be able, like, put him back as, as part of the plan, you know, cap was going to, to put them back where they were, but, um, you don't really see that. And so it's like still what can change and all that. So it's interesting yeah. to see, uh, to kind of dissect that stuff. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but man, it's just, It's good. It's overall good. Um, (laughs) I don't (laughs) don't, like you can do whatever like brain gymnastics you you need to to just assume everything got put back because it's Captain America. Like he's going to do the right thing, right? He's going to go back. Um, The only thing he didn't do, like you said, is he didn't let uh, Peggy Carter's, you know, husband that she was destined to be with be with. Uh, He I believe in Superman fashion, he just uh, broke his neck. Uh, oh, shit. and then screamed about it and yep. then just left his body there in mm-hmm. Grand Central Station and was it just sucks. like, fuck it. Yep. Somebody else take care <laughs> of this.
1: Yeah, and I thought about too, like uh, they had a whole storyline that they I, I just threw away with Sharon Carter, uh, who was Peggy's niece. Right? Yeah, like a great niece. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, so now he's, he's like an old man and, but he, he's, he's tapped that. Oh, he's capped that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, it's just interesting. Um, That that was kind of like, it seemed like because of the way his story went and his jump to the future when they found him in the ice. And then, like, as they went through the story and stuff, that he was kind of more and more with her. Um, And all we really ever saw, I guess, is them them kiss um, Mm -hmm. in some scenes or whatever. But I I just assumed that was, you know, going to be going forward. Like, that's who he ended up with, or at least for a while or whatever. And there's, there's mm-hmm. just some things in these these movies, and in this movie in particular, that they they kind of were like. Well, we, we're going that way for a little while, and we're not anymore. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you know, yep. yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, I feel like this movie is great because it's it's such an epic scale, and again, it reminds me of the comics because sometimes from from what I'm getting from the comics and stuff, it's like there you have different writers and you have different uh, kind of storylines they want to move through and stuff, and things might change and. They might just, like, throw it out, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, what about that, that plot line that they just dropped and never talked about again or whatever? And it's like, that's fine, yeah. it's a comic book, and you just keep going with it. And at the end of the day, do you really care about the intricacies of that? Not really, you know, like, I, I like the characters and their, their actual human components and their storylines and stuff, but I also just like to see them blow shit up and be awesome. And <laughs> yeah. uh, this movie delivered on all of that. Um, oh, yeah. Human to destruction, you know, it was all great, so.
0: yeah. Um, also on, on, uh, the first viewing, it seemed like the, the final battle, um, that's Mm. essentially the entire third act, um, happened really quickly, but on the, the rewatch, um, it happens like if the, the first act is the Avengers trying to, or going back to kill Thanos and then Mm. setting up the five years later thing, the second act would be the time heist with the third act happening happening immediately after the hulk's uh, snap mm. and it's just like on from there and it's just yeah. a a massive massive battle scene because it's even crazy. though it's um like the the returned heroes don't come back um until later in that fight like there's so much like action in that last part that it's just Man, it's just <laughs> the, the, the scale of this is is epic. Yeah. Um, like if you thought the the battles in Infinity War were epic, this is like next yeah. level. We've got so <laughs> many magicians. We've got um, the uh, the ravagers from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy showing up um, and uh, the, the, the Wakandan armies are there mm-hmm. as well. Plus all of Thanos's side, he's got you know his Black Order, he's got the Chitauri, um, you know, uh, you know other other you know <laughs> uh, yeah. things uh, supporting <laughs> him. Uh, people with maga hats uh, <laughs> on his side. <laughs> that's
1: how you know they're the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know. Um,
0: but uh, you know there's you know fine people on both sides, Stephen. Um, oh yeah, we we all know. Uh, but man, it was just. a a true epic and then the the way that it ends on um just cap and uh and peggy dancing Uh like it just it feels right like there's there's so much going on in this movie they're able to balance it out properly Uh so uh when it's focusing on tony you're you're all in you're you're fully enthralled and when it jumps over to cap you're all in that when it jumps over to black widow and hawkeye and you know, Hulk and all of this stuff. Thor, Fat Thor, sorry, yeah. who wears Crocs? He does officially wear <laughs> Crocs. I did see it. I can confirm he does wear Crocs. Um, I mean, it's all just so well done. So, if you're a fan of any of the you know original six uh, Avengers characters, I think you're going to be satisfied on this. You mm-hmm. know, you and then you also have Nebula. You have Rocket in there as you know major supporting mm-hmm. characters. Rhodey uh, has a, a pretty good uh, role in this movie as well. So. Um, there's just a, a lot of variety in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, again, you know, if you pair Infinity War with Endgame and you do it like a, a double rewatch that's going to eat up all of your free time during yep. a, a Saturday, I mean, I, I don't know how you could go wrong with that. I yeah. mean, oh, sure, yeah. maybe you're, you're light on some Captain America in the first movie, but guess what? You're going to get all of it in the second one. Sure, you get a lot of Spider-Man in Infinity War, just a little bit in Endgame, but you know what? It works. Yeah, It works.
1: When you yeah when you play them back to back like that I think it it balances that even more like you said because like, Spider Man is your favorite character but he's not in this a whole lot but then it's like yeah if you put them together he's in that other one a whole lot yeah until yeah. the snap and then everything changes or whatever so that yeah it's yeah. really interesting to watch them eventually as like a real like back to back like at home um, yeah. Double feature or whatever, um, take up your whole day type of double feature. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was gonna, two things I wanted to say about the epicness of that battle. Um, first off, you just made me think, I started to watch uh, just the Avengers the other day, the first movie. Um, mm-hmm. And it's interesting to think back. Oh, how quaint. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly the point. Okay. When you think of that story, and like that battle at the end and everything, like it's how quaint. And then I remember, like you talk about, like how many people, how many characters are involved in this, and how big that battle is at the end of Endgame. And remember back whenever we saw Civil War for the first time, and we were like, oh my god, that battle at the airport is crazy. There's so many. There's people twelve the
0: characters. Yeah, wow. wow.
1: <laughs> and to see this now, it's like, oh my god, I just got chills. It's like le- legit. It's just so epic. And mm-hmm. uh, I started to watch uh, Kevin Smith release his. Um, like review, like spoiler review of this last night. And yeah. um, so I started to watch a little bit of it. And he had mentioned that he's, he said this before, like with infinity war, and maybe before that, that these feel like uh, like an annual when they're like a bigger issue and they, they bring all these mm-hmm. characters together. But this one, like, especially since I love that we are reading war of the realms right now. I love that they released that kind of concurrently with this, even though it's like a mm-hmm. completely different set of characters and whatever and plot. Um, but to get to see, For for me to get to see for the first time like such an epic scale comic book where they bring all these characters and plot lines together and stuff. And then to be able to watch this and it really be the culmination of something that I've been following for years, it's you really see like holy shit, this is the excitement of what comic books bring to the world. And it's just really fun to see it all come together. And like just imagining like you know, like um in War of the Realms, it's like you'll see these like covers and stuff that you like you open up the whole thing and it's just like so many fucking characters fighting so many other bad <laughs> characters and stuff and it's just so yeah. many people and you can imagine this this sh- like the shot of this when it shows like both armies go against each other but it's not just armies it's like people that you know and yeah. you know like there's so many people involved that you've seen before even the Chatari, mm-hmm. you know bringing them back whatever and it's like you yeah. know like not by name obviously but like you know this is like a species or characters or whatever and it's just crazy to see such an epic scale come together it's
0: good stuff oh man and then yeah once all the uh the characters come back and they're on the battlefield standing behind cab and he says avengers assemble and then alan silvestri's score kicks in yeah i literally have uh, goosebumps right now holy shit man it's just it's 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 so good it's uh incredible Truly incredible. We
1: we talked about that in the the parking lot discussion about how um, he finally got to say a symbol, and Amanda didn't realize that was a thing, I guess, or didn't know that they hadn't Mm -hmm. said it yet. Um, But looking back on all of these now, it it seems very appropriate that they never actually fully got to say that phrase until the very (laughs) end, right? Yeah. And it almost means more now. Mm-hmm. uh, that he got to say it. So is that how you look at it? Like, would you, would you have rather than made able to like use that? Cause it's such a catchphrase throughout the rest of the movies. Or are you glad they kind of waited?
0: Um, I, I would have been disappointed if they didn't do it at all. But, sure. um, the fact that they saved it for this, for the ultimate assemblage of Avengers, yeah. uh, unfortunately outside of, uh, black widow and, and, uh, vision, mm-hmm. um, and Gamora. Um, you know, it's, if you have to say it once, yeah. say it at, at that <laughs> battle, you know, on the, on the ruins of the uh, New Avengers facility there in uh, upstate New York.
1: Um, I yeah, love that facility, too. That was a shame. Yeah, thing looked, it, really, it really was. It, I, I love – there's so many pl- parts to these movies that I love. Um, the way that they – it's interesting, like, the way things will shape up through their characters, like Tony having PTSD – and how that shaped his character going throughout it, like how he wanted a suit of armor around the world and how he was like arrogant about it in the beginning and did things mm-hmm. he shouldn't and then tried it in a different way with Vision and it worked out better and blah, blah, blah. I love how mm-hmm. everything shapes up and the fact that like he made a, a tower to himself, a monument to himself in the middle of downtown New York and then that became Avengers Tower but it's like that's fucking stupid like you're still in the middle of New York like you need to detach yourselves from being right there in the battle because people are gonna try to attack you all the time yeah and then the facility that they made which is so much better suited to them like kind of a a low-key thing to do oh Um, far away but close enough you know to do things um I just love the the design of that facility which is interesting like a a training ground and kind of keep everything away from the population a little bit you know Um, yeah um yeah, so just weirdly, I've really like I've been attached to that as like a, an interesting through line they've done through the movies, and then to see it just fucking just destroyed all of that. <laughs> it's just like fuck. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's uh, and you know I don't even know if they're going to reassemble it yeah. or what the deal is. Um, yeah, who knows? You know, in the 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 funeral scene for. Um, for tony's funeral um in the background on the scene where it's the hulk uh sending Cap back um there's some like helicopters lifting up some rubble in the background so mm. i'm i guess tony lives near that area or mm. something okay or maybe it's just like some separate construction or whatever but yeah. um i mean is there an avengers going forward I, I don't know yeah um but i i do want to to mention um on, on the rewatch i had uh three lines that just really got me, um, mm. that, uh, that really cracked me up. And they were all from Scott Lang Ant-Man, uh, uh, whom you and I have been kind of lukewarm on. But, yeah. um, one of the things, the, the first one I want to mention is, um, uh, during the the time travel scene where, uh, Tony and Scott go back to the, um, the battle of New York and they're in Avengers tower with, um, you know, the, all the mm. six original Avengers standing around Loki where he's talking about, Oh, I'll, If it's all the same to you, I'll go ahead and have that drink now. Um, And Tony comments on uh, that costume not really complimenting Captain America's ass. Oh Scott (laughs) Scott says, I think it looks great. It's America's ass. Um, And I'm wondering, you know, maybe, maybe Cap hadn't said Avengers Assemble in continuity up to this point. Stay with me. Until this movie, because he had... You know America's ass on the brain because he brings it back himself. So he's like Avengers ass. Well, I can't stop there. Symbol, yeah. So he had to, he was he was kind of the, the rest of this movie. The rest of the movie you. just on your next rewatch. Yeah. Just put that in your brain. Like as soon as that that confrontation with the other Cap happens, sure. he's just kicking around. It's like a constant thing in his brain. He's riding the elevator down, you know, with with Tony and uh, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, you know. He's uh he's just like hmm America's ass, mm. he's like hmm that booty that that cat booty hmm okay just can't get rid of it it's awesome man. yeah later later scenes you know it's yeah. it's playing out we all know what's happening
1: yeah okay it makes sense I think you definitely hit on something here uh, yeah and I I forgot about that that was a great uh <laughs> a couple of lines I guess when they would bring that back up and everything <laughs> yeah
0: um, also in that same scene um, whenever uh, Scott is being uh, or preparing himself to um, go land on um, the the past Tony's shirt, the 2012 version of Tony Stark. Uh, he bends over. He goes, flick me. And, uh, <laughs> and
2: Tony just flicks up over there.
0: <laughs> he does a really good job. This is probably the the most I've liked Ant-Man in this movie. And I'm not saying he's like a bad character, but just like yeah. um, he, he's just so jokey almost all the time that it's, it's kind of hard to... Uh, uh, he, he's kind of a weird element to fit in this, this continuity for me at times, but, um, but yeah, he worked in this one. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I thought he worked like in civil war. I liked whenever he uh, like first met cap and stuff and he was all kind of flustered. Um, and I, I love Paul Rudd, you know, and I, I just Mm -hmm. never really gotten into Ant-Man as much, but I'm wondering now going back, uh, eventually and watching all these movies someday, you know, um, now that we know how integral his, plot lines for his movies played a a role in this that it's uh like we've talked about it maybe being more of like an offshoot like a separate thing from these movies the main canon um but it's like no they were clearly gearing up they they knew that they needed like that quantum realm generator thing in the back of the van so they could use it in this movie like all of it played a part Uh, so it makes more sense now and i'm wondering going back if that'll you know be better i guess in my mind that it's like oh he is like a he needs to be there as part of canon. Like, it's definitely needed.
0: Absolutely. Um, and, you know, because he has that Quantum Realm thing in his van, when it's just like the Hulk, uh, like Tony's not part of the picture at this point for the time travel thing, and they're they're trying the, um, to send oh, yeah. him back in time or messing around with it. Um, Scott has as, as Tony mentions later time is passing through Scott not the other way around so we see Scott you know he he goes into the the tunnel he comes back he's like a, a baby and then he is like an old man and and all of this stuff uh, and he comes back finally um to his his normal self and he's like someone peed my pants yeah. <laughs> and I was like hell yeah hell yeah I'm all about it he's he's uh, he's nailing this stuff um one other other thing I want to mention about Scott is um you know he's he he is a like being a father is very important to him. And mm-hmm. so he's gone for five years. He comes back. He oh, sees yeah. Cassie has aged up and that's just a really like touching scene. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it, uh, Cassie in the comics becomes stature, which is one of the mm-hmm. young Avengers. And, um, you know, she was always so young. It was like, man, they're, they're just gonna really have to delay like making that movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, waiting for this kid to to age up. But Interesting. Um she was replaced with a an, an older actress this time. And uh I, I think that's something that could be possible, especially with um yeah. you know, the Hawkeye show on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Uh, he's supposed to train Kate Bishop, so who's also a young Avenger, but mm-hmm. that might be an eventuality um mm. soon
1: ish. Uh, one thing with her though, when he first saw his, uh, his daughter older, I'm just horrible with like understanding, like I can't look at a kid and like say like, Oh, they're eight years old or 10 years old. Like I'm just really bad at it Mm -hmm. from like five to 11. I'm just like, I have no fucking clue. So when I saw her, I was like, it's only been five years. Like how old was she? I thought she was like six years old. This doesn't make any sense (laughs) at all. But I was like, she was probably like, I don't know what the teenager was like 15. So she could have been 10. The daughter, like before,
0: I I guess I don't know. She it, yeah. she seemed like she was like seven. Yeah, I thought she was <laughs> then, pretty young. <laughs> and now she's sixteen or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah, which I'm
1: like maybe just go with it or whatever. But I was like, yeah. wait. I, at first I was like I don't know who this is supposed to be because it can't be his daughter. Like it's been five years, not ten years. But then I was like, I, maybe I'm just that bad at it. I, I really have never been good at like guessing kids' ages. So I was like, maybe she had been like ten or eleven the whole time. So mm-hmm. whatever. I, we'll go I've with interacted.
0: It. I've interacted with people who have children before who are like, oh, yeah, their baby didn't even start talking until, you know, this age. And I'm like, oh, I just assumed babies started talking at, like, seven years old or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't no know. no clue. I don't have What kiss. <laughs> well,
1: I've had people supposed to do. before be like, be like yeah, they, they started talking, like, at three, and I'm like, is, that, are, is, it, or is this a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I fall on this, you know. Uh, I have no <laughs> right. clue what's good or bad or, like, are they behind you, you just raise your eyebrows and nod. It's yeah. like,
0: oh, okay, well.
1: Mm. My dog started talking when she was seven, so I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is All one, you know, in human years. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. You got it. Um, so speaking of Scott, let's talk about the true hero of this film. The rat who accidentally freed Scott from the quantum realm. <laughs> And I know people are going to be real shitty about this and they're going to be like, well, if that that rat never walked on that thing, uh, they they never would have stopped Thanos again or or gone back in time or whatever. It's like, yeah, that rat never stepped on that thing for five years. So then the rat was like, I guess I'm going to go walk around this shitty brown van for a little bit. And then he frees Scott. That's fine. You know,
1: it looks like the type of van that would have an open bag of chips laying around
0: in it oh yes absolutely you know, it makes yeah. sense to
1: me i don't know i'm, I'm down for the rap yeah
2: <laughs> 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 i love it
1: i love
0: it <laughs> <laughs> when um, it happened
1: i was like yeah that's cool like yeah. i was i was on board with that yeah
0: yeah it didn't it it seems fitting for ant-man you know like yeah, if it happened go. to uh tony stark Uh, Mm -hmm. eh, I don't know, but yeah, something like that happening to Scott Lang. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, whatever. (laughs) I'm willing to allow that, that silliness in that, in his corner of the universe, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, so those are most of my notes for, for the movie. Uh, I do have a a couple other things I want to say, um, in that this movie is like a, uh, a farewell, farewell tour of a legendary band, you know, um, they're, they're going to play the hits of course um, mm-hmm. and they're also going to rework some of the old material. Um, but at the end of the day, it is a, a final goodbye of sorts, you know, to, to certain yeah. characters, not all of them, but, but, um, you know, the ones that, that started the band, you know, the, the founders, mm-hmm. um, and I think they would pull it off. You know, a lot of people were worried they weren't going to, uh, to, um, to bring it back home, you know, it, it, but it, it certainly does. Uh, I was going to yeah. say land that plane, um, Yep, problematic <laughs> at the, at this point. Even though I made a joke about it I think, in the last episode or the one before, um, but uh, but yeah, it, for me, I I for for people who have not seen this movie, who have only seen Iron Man three and Justice League, yeah. uh, of course they play a pivotal role in this, and that they're not yeah. in it, and it's totally unassociated. Um, if somebody's like, should I like you know, if you were to give these people information, be like, oh yeah, this is a twenty two movie saga. And they were to ask, is it worth my time? Uh, yeah. You know, if, the, if it didn't stick the landing, then yeah, I, I'd say sure. it's still worth watching, you know, up through Infinity War. I mean, let's, let's be honest, that was, that was a great movie uh-huh. as well. But um, just the idea that they stick the landing and uh, they're able to pull at your heartstrings as well as, you know, make you stand up and cheer and, and pump your fist in the air and then, you know, laugh. Um, I, I think they really nailed what they set out to do, uh, which is very impressive. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I love to because um, this is going to be weird, a weird comparison, but uh, it's kind of like Riverdale. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that... <laughs> Sorry to do that when you're drinking. Yeah, um, I almost spit on my water. Wow. All right. So so we liked uh, the first season of Riverdale, right? But yes. But after mm-hmm. that, it got shitty. But at least they did a... Full season that ends like it has a, a capstone to it that it ends that storyline. So it's like yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll always have that first season of Riverdale. Like I don't need the rest of it. Um, they do some like extra stuff at the end that like leads on to further plots that I, you can just be like, well, that's fine. Like I just don't care for the rest of it. So I like stories that are ongoing, but they have endpoints to them. And at this point, like they're gonna be make all these new movies and it's gonna be awesome and it's gonna do whatever. But whether they are good or not uh we'll always have this saga and it ends and we have like real catharsis through what happens to the characters especially cap so yeah. you know it doesn't matter where it goes from here like i i have all i still have all faith that they're going to make these extra films after this you know amazing yeah like they have been like there's no reason to say that they wouldn't Um, uh, but since you know there is a new captain america like if they if these people the Russo brothers and I'm not sure about the, the writers are not going to be on the next Cap movie, but they've been there the whole time, right? So maybe the the mm-hmm. quality could drop in like the writing of the plot or whatever. Um, like I think Anthony Mackey's going to kill it as as a yeah. Cap, but but say like the plot is bad or whatever. But it's like we'll always have Cap's you know Steve Rogers storyline, so it doesn't matter. So um, particularly I like that this really did such a good job to to finish all that stuff out because we have that. And it doesn't matter what happens from here on out. It it's all extra. And yeah. hopefully it becomes an amazing new bigger universe um, that's just as fun to to you know watch and everything. But at least we have this and it's and it's it's all there. We can always go back to it.
0: Absolutely. So. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Like I, I like the Tony Stark era of the MCU mm-hmm. or whatever. It's all right there, there it's all go. complete from yeah. beginning to end. Um, and, uh, if you're curious, if you do have to rewatch Iron Man two to get that, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Yeah. It's a good movie. You Don't be up it, It's amazing. Yeah, chill out. <laughs> it's a big bunny. Relax about it. Iron Man three. Um, so yeah, this is very much a, a love letter to the MCU and the fandom itself. Um, there's a lot of fan service to this movie clearly, but that's the point, you know, um, in, in his review, um, I listened to the audio version of the, uh, the Kevin Smith, uh, review and, um, he was talking about Son how anytime you make a sequel to a movie that's fan service, that's, um, you know, spending time with those characters again, um, uh, and delving further into their story or, or just seeing them on the screen again is a, a big, um, a big deal. It's a, it's important. Um. So, uh, I just actually, as we were recording, I got an alert on my phone that says in-game demolishes box office records with 1.2 billion global opening. Wow. That's That's fucking insane. Crazy. (laughs) The opening weekend, 1.2 billion. That. Wow. Holy shit.
1: I had heard they might break a billion, but like they, they crushed that. They Mm -hmm. were like even over that. That's insane.
0: They were like, uh, $1 billion. Hold my beard. Yeah. Okay. Don't give it to Thor, though. He's, yeah. he's got a problem He's got,
1: he's got a problem now. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, Holy so, shit.
0: So let's, um, you know, we, we we're kind of talking about the, the future a little bit. Um, real quick, I just want to touch on, you know, what is the future of the MCU? We've got uh, Falcon is, is Captain America now. Um, and, you know, the hmm. the comics, Bucky was, he took over the mantle of Captain America. And then later, Sam Wilson did. Um, so they were both at certain points Mm -hmm. um but i my preference is that they just give it to sam because i love anthony mackey as an as an actor Mm -hmm. but i also think he um making him captain america um is i don't know i just i just like that idea more Mm -hmm. um and i'm just to be honest like the idea of a black captain america you know in today's age you know on film representing um that's that's more powerful to me than another white guy sure. who just happened to like murder a lot of people and Tony Stark's <laughs> parents, you know like he was he was an assassin it's you know he wasn't an assassin like um uh like Clint was where he was mm-hmm. taking out bad people, he would actually kill you know innocent people and whatnot yeah. so for for this movie's sake, it's probably better just to forego that um
1: yeah, and I think so uh, I like that Go Sam ahead. wilson like his uh his character is very similar to cap like uh, the goodness mm-hmm. in him basically and yeah. uh, going back to like when you first when they first met and how he, he was and stuff like how he was like helping people with like ptsd and stuff and then how he basically was just like when cap needed help when you know when cap and uh, natasha go and they can't trust anybody and he invites them in like immediately and then helps them yeah. with all that shit and then Cap's like I gotta go do this stuff around the world and he's like all right, like he's just down for for helping I'm in you know like he he seems like he deserves that mantle more yeah than an assassin who didn't know he was doing but still it just it fits better I think character wise it would be nice to see him in that role he's down with the rat hashtag down with the rat (laughs) we're bringing it back um there's also
0: um like I mentioned earlier um are they going to bring the young avengers into phase 4? Is that going to be mm. something they work on later down the road or in the future because they've got a, a couple of those puzzle pieces that they're it seems like they're working toward. Um and then um you know some of the the rumored phase 4 movies are Black Widow, The Eternals, mm. um Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um and that's all to say. <laughs> that's not even including the newly returned to the family X-Men and Fantastic oh, Four. shit, yeah. <laughs>
2: wow.
0: So, yeah, there's a there's a lot of doings going on. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just like so looking forward to seeing where where they go from here because it's it's it really as anything goes, you know, we maybe we'll have like an Avengers era of the MCU and then later we're going to have a um an X-Men era or Fantastic Four era or something to that effect, you know? That's
1: crazy to think about, which is yeah. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. Um I don't know if you uh, if you've seen this, but I've seen this a few times, like on Instagram. Uh but there's mm-hmm. a, a little meme going around of why why Michael Sarah should play Wolverine in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> and they show this picture of him, like, when he's young too. <laughs> And it says would be a would be a more comics accurate Wolverine given he is short and Canadian. Uh, He has looked like he is 16 years old for the past decade. Does not age. Very important. (laughs) (laughs) And they said if they could turn Chris Pratt from Chevy to Jack, they can make Michael Sayre and Stanley Rept to. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I think we've got it. I think I think the casting will be confirmed soon. Yeah. You know.
1: So Uh, after.
0: After Spider-Man Far From Home closes out phase three, expect an announcement shortly Absolutely. thereafter, maybe a month or two, as they announce phase four. And I uh, I, I think it's going to be something that happens pretty quickly. Yep. I think you're going to be skeptical at first, like we're all skeptical <laughs> of Jared Leto being cast as the Joker, but stick with it.
1: Yeah, there you go. It, it, it will make sense in the end. Yeah. So, yeah, who yep. knows where that's going to go. I know that. Kevin Feige had said, you know, as they were going through that acquisition of Fox that uh, the X-Men wouldn't join the MCU anytime soon, um, like, or like this. It seemed like they were really going to, you know, close out Phase 3 and everything before they even, like, thought of that, and um, I think it's good for them to kind of take a breather. I know we'll have Spider-Man coming out, but it's, it's good to kind of just let it be for a little bit and then see what happens, but, um, you know, especially since, again, like reading the War of the Realms and wolverine is a part of that and um maybe some other x-men i can't remember right now but he's he's been a bigger part mm-hmm. uh but just in my mind i've always kind of been like no the mcu is its thing and x-men is like such a big universe unto itself and then whenever yeah. they're going to bring them you know just buying them together and they could get together i was just like i don't know that i want that like where you know we talked about this like in the last you know year or whatever like where would they fit them in with this you know, the Avengers and stuff like mm-hmm. it, would be hard to like kind of shoehorn them in now, but going forward, who knows what's going to happen. They could yeah. use the stones. They could, you know, and open a dimension. They could, whatever. I'm not sure how they would do it, but, um, it'd be interesting to see a new take on the X-Men regardless, uh, just being mm-hmm. out of, you know, Fox's control. And I, it's, it's weird because, I, uh, maybe in an ideal world, I loved the Avengers, like the characters and the actors that played them. And I loved, like a lot of the original X-Men that we saw especially like mainly Wolverine um, Hugh Jackman yeah. was just so good in that role and it's hard to imagine anybody else playing Wolverine at this point but it's, it's going to be interesting to see also a new version of all of this stuff and who knows where they'll go and how they'll introduce mm-hmm. them and everything and then I'm hoping too because I'm not a, a big Fantastic Four fan but it's because I've never read any of the comics and the movies let's be honest weren't great weren't great uh, you think so? The uh, as you've said, the Incredibles is the best Fantastic Four movie, so that sounds great. You know, if it's something like yeah. fun like that, that sounds awesome. Um, but it that'd be cool to see how that how they play that out, and just like Iron Man and stuff, what I didn't care about until Robert Downey Jr. put on that suit and they started this whole thing off. Um, I, you know, they could do the same thing, and that that seems exciting to me as well because I just don't. Yeah, I don't have you know an opinion really one way or the other, mostly about the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. So
0: yeah. Um, look, I know we're running long, but I've made some additional notes that I'm just going to blow right through Go here it. uh, because it's important. I saw a spoiler free review. Um, I think it was like on Tuesday before the movie came out. Um, I, it was somebody tweeted, um, uh, I guess somebody asked him, like, what movies should I re watch before going to see in mm-hmm. game? And he was like, honestly, all of them. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I've written down some <laughs> nods to. Previous MCU films cool. um, that I um, re- remembered uh, on both both viewings here. So I'm going to run through these real quick. Yeah. So let's start with uh, Captain America um, in... The first Avenger, he says, "I can do this all day." And then, of course, Peggy Carter's there, and uh, you know, same thing with uh, with this movie. Um, in Winter Soldier, uh, the phrase "On your left" mm. first appears. We've got Alexander Pierce. We've got the Winter Soldier costume that Cap wears at the beginning of this movie when they go to uh, find Thanos, and of course, the elevator scene. We've get a, a we get a oh, version oh, of yeah. that here in Endgame. In, uh, in Civil War, um, Tony. Um, He gives that lecture at MIT, and he's seen wearing an MIT badge when they go back to the 70s in Endgame Mm -hmm. uh, for Spider-Man Homecoming. Instant kill mode, baby. He's got that, and it finally came in handy in this movie. That was cool. Um for Ant Man, um of course we first see the Brown Vans La Cucaracha Honk, which plays a, uh, <laughs> a role in the the end of this movie, and uh of course de aging Hank Pym, which happens again in this movie. Um also, real quick, uh we've we've talked about de aging in, in various movies up to this point. What about the aging technology they add to uh wow. Steve Rogers? It looks so good. Killer. Like, so fucking good. Even his even his mannerisms, as he's like he's talking, and uh, he kind of like flutters his his um, his eyelids a little bit. Um, not like he's going into trance, but it's just like um, something that you see and like his his hand gestures a little bit differently. Um, it is just really good. Yeah. God damn it! Holy shit! <sighs> Thank totally you for agree. your service, Chris Evans. Damn. <laughs> um, uh, also, Ant Man and the Wasp uh, has um, it, it should be noted that uh, uh, in that movie. Scott has a an ankle monitor on. Clint has the same one in this movie Mm. that Scott Lang has. And that's stemming back from Civil War, where they're both um, freed by Cap, but they're allowed to, you know, go back to living their lives as civilians. Um, Also, we see Hank Pym's version one suit of, I guess, the Ant-Man suit that he wears when going back to retrieve uh Janet Van Dyne from the the Quantum Realm and uh, of course we have Michelle Pfeiffer's cameo at the funeral. Um there's a lot of cameos in this movie so oh, yeah. I won't go through all of them but uh, I thought that was of note. Uh for the Avengers themselves, uh, of course we get to revisit the Battle of New York in Age of Ultron. Um Tony Stark first says that he wanted to build a suit of armor around the the Earth and he brings that back up in this movie uh, when he and Cap are arguing. And then um, Cap budging Mjolnir As they're all sitting around the table You know, trying to to pick it up And Thor looks worried in the background It's one of my favorite scenes in that movie Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, people shit on Age of Ultron It's a fun watch, give it a break Chill out a little bit, you know Of course, watch Justice League first before watching that movie. Sure. Um, in, in Infinity War, we first see Storm Breakers, uh, which is Thor's new hammer slash uh, axe. We get to see Tony and Nebula stranded at the end of that movie. We have the Red Skull cameo, and uh, Tony mentions having a dream where he and Pepper have a kid. Mm. But in that dream, it's named after um, is a son that's named after um, Pepper's uncle— uh, morgan Mm -hmm. and they end up in this movie having a daughter named morgan as well so it still kind of came to play Um, i'm gonna skip iron man for right now um for thor uh in thor the dark world um he revisits um the or he yeah he's able to revisit um his mother freya Mm -hmm. and uh talk to her and she tells him you know that or she kind of goes back and and inspires him and, and says how proud of him she is and whatnot and, uh, (laughs) tells him to eat a salad. And then, uh, we to see Jane Foster there as well. Uh, and then Thor Ragnarok, we get to see and Meek. We get to see Valkyrie again. And, uh, we also bring back, um, the Thor being the quote unquote strongest Avenger. Um, and then for um, Doctor Strange, you know, the Ancient One is in New York in the Battle of New York. She's helping defend um, New York at this point, and we, we didn't know it was done mm-hmm. secretly on the the rooftop. And then uh, Captain Marvel, we see at the end of her movie in the after credit scene or the post credit scene, um, she shows up. And I was thinking that was going to be a scene in this movie, mm-hmm. but no, she that's when she shows up, and then that's how she starts working with the Avengers and they're able to, I guess, locate Tony in some, some way. Yeah. And, uh, she brings him back. So now speaking of Tony, let's go back to, to Iron Man. Um, so in Iron Man three, we see Harley played by Ty Simpkins and he's at Tony's funeral. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there, Stephen. Okay. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are telling me, uh, <laughs> there's this weird, like gangly looking kid at the back of Tony's funeral and they can't figure it out. And uh, I'm so thrilled that our podcast was the first to be oh, recorded, yeah. um, but not <laughs> released, uh, to identify this as Ty Simpkins from Iron Man 3, um, again, who played Harley, um, and uh, who Tony had no qualms about busting his chops. About uh-huh. uh, It was just so good. Great relationship there. Um, so for um, the remaining stuff for Tony, this is going back to Iron Man 1. Of course, we see that... Uh, you know, after Tony takes the infinity stones back from Thanos after Thanos. Well, Thanos is getting ready to snap his fingers. And he again, reiterates something from the beginning of this movie where he says, I am inevitable snaps his fingers. Nothing happens. We then see a shot of Tony. The infinity stones have are are now being worn on his iron man glove and he says, I am Iron Man, snaps oh. his fingers. And that's going back to so the okay. end, the very end of that first Iron Man movie. Um, we also have uh, the the funeral scene where uh, Pepper puts the um, the original, like, arc reactor on a, a bed of flowers and, and mm. puts that in the lake. And around that it says, prove that uh, Tony Stark has a heart, which is incredibly touching. And uh, my wife, I was trying to keep track of the amount of time she cried. She oh, yeah. didn't cry at all. Um, she, she, I think she overall enjoyed the movie, but she didn't actually cry during it. But she did say that when she saw that, that's where, in, when she started, you know, yeah. welling up a little bit. Um, and uh, of course there are no after or post credit scenes of any sort in this movie. However, there is a noise at the end of this movie did you—and mm-hmm. I think you guys stayed for we this, did, yeah. right? It was good. I did you it. identify that when you first heard it? Because so I,
1: I didn't know. I had to look it up. You had told me, yeah, you had told me there's something out there, but it's not very much. And then it was, like, just a, a noise, and you had to look it up. So I was kind of, like, trying to pay attention to it. It was at the very tail end of it that uh, I believe, at least—I haven't looked it up. But it's it's Tony hammering uh, yeah. in a cave, I think. Like, the first uh-huh. mask, right? That he uh, Or the first yeah. suit or whatever. Um, uh, which is really fucking cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I counted it and it happened six times. So maybe once per Avenger or maybe it's just, you know, mm. that's the number from the original movie. I don't, I don't know, yeah. but, um, I thought, man, that's, it was touching bringing it all back. That, yeah. that was the beginning of yeah. the, the MCU. Um, so masterfully done yeah. uh also one one final thing here i promise um this is the first time i ever noticed at the beginning of the marvel fanfare where they've got like you travel through the marvel studios logo and all of that stuff it just now occurred to me and it took me a second viewing uh-huh. of this movie to realize it but you know those characters that start appearing it's iron man then the hulk then black widow then thor then Ka- is, they're in order oh, yeah, cool. that yeah they appeared on screen which is insane that's awesome. I, I did not catch it until, until just recently. Yeah,
1: little little details like that. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Someone made yeah.
1: that, and they were like, everybody's going to see this and know it. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, that's all and, right. And that guy's like, oh, no one got it. <laughs> oh, well, I told my
1: family. Everybody. Deborah.
0: <laughs> it was Ray Romano. He did it, okay? <laughs> <You all know. laughs> So yeah. Okay, so epic conversation. Um, Holy shit! That yeah, epic conversation for an epic movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's more or less exhausted every thought I've got on it at this point right until we stop recording, and then I'm going to be like, God damn it! I should have mentioned this, <laughs> that, or the other. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that's probably going to be it for now. Do, do you have anything else you wanted to add to
1: it? No, I uh, I think I've said everything I could say so far. I'm definitely looking forward to another viewing though. So
0: okay, we'll awesome. See. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. So, um, you know what? If you want to get a hold of us, you know how to do it. Yep. Uh, you, you can uh, email us. You can tweet at us. All of that stuff's in the 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 show notes of yeah. this episode. <laughs> Every show. So note. Yeah. go there. Look, we, we've talked a lot. We've talked a lot during this this discussion, right? Time. During this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now is our time to rest, mm-hmm. mm, as the light goes out in our chests, and <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> and somebody rips the our actual hearts out of our chest and (laughs) throws them in a lake somewhere. You know. It's a weird murder. People will get it (laughs) later. Um but, yeah, all of, all of that stuff's in there. You can follow us, whatever. Um, yep. if, if you have thoughts on this movie, certainly let us know. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just just you know, keep the conversation going. Again, don't spoil this for other people, but, uh, man, what a, what a ride. What a ride. And, uh, again, this Saturday, go out to your local comic shop. You know, get some free comics. Yeah. Buy a little something. You know? It doesn't have to be it's expensive. Supportive. Throw some money at your retailer. Hell, yeah. May, May 4th. What else happens on May 4th, Stephen?
1: Uh, May the 4th be with you.
0: So go and for. you as well, but what happens on me? <laughs> answer the question.
1: That's all I know. Is, it, is something else happened?
0: Uh no yeah it's it's Star Wars Day right that's yeah what, that's what that means yeah. yeah yeah all right I don't know yeah yeah
1: that's, that's the reaction I was aiming for yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> Ambivalence. that's what we're really going for here. I've never called it yeah I guess I have I just don't know I don't I don't celebrate it like like people do but uh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I just call, I just usually say May the Fourth be with you, and then that's pretty much mm-hmm. it. So yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Well, okay. I think that's
1: that's going to be, be it. Uh, <laughs> I think
0: it's it's fair to say we have um, gone as long as or matched yep. the the length of the movie itself. So you're welcome.
1: Absolutely. Um, so next week we will be doing a pop culture catch up. So uh, yes. we've been kind of doing a lot of the, this stuff And then um, the Fast and the Furious as well So we're going to take a little break mm-hmm. And just kind of mention some other stuff we've been talking about Or whatever, reading, watching, whatever So that'll be kind mm-hmm. of fun So uh, nothing really to watch for our, our listeners And uh, everybody just take a nap after listening to this thing Because it's fucking long <laughs> <Yeah>. um,
0: <laughs> No kidding, go see Endgame a second time, uh, you know you They need some help at the box office yeah. I don't think enough people know about it <laughs>
1: Uh, I do, I, I will say that, um, as far as I remember hearing, uh, this was filmed or a lot of it was filmed. I think all of it was filmed in IMAX. And, uh, oh, so if yeah. you go to IMAX, it should like fill the whole screen, which sounds pretty fucking Damn. cool. And apparently infinity yeah. war was that way too, but I didn't know that I didn't see it uh, in IMAX, but, uh, it's just hard because they're like $20 mm-hmm. tickets and you can buy a yeah. movie for that when it comes out. And that's just, a tough <laughs> to swallow. but, uh, yeah, I'll see if I want to do that. Um, or maybe one of the, the bigger screen format formats they have out there, but, uh, it's just so Epic. So yeah, this is one of those that you definitely want to see on the biggest screen possible. So, and yeah, absolutely. So, uh, great
0: sound system. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: All of it. Yeah. So, uh, anything else for you, Brent?
0: I can't possibly say anything else. (laughs) Uh, I'm, I'm spent. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm spent Hibbard. (laughs) Well, this was uh, a, a good talk. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad Amanda got to join us. Uh, Right after our viewing and kind of get all that stuff out, even though it's a little crazy. Super fun. Mm-hmm. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Spent. <laughs> and let's talk later. <laughs> Down with the rat.
0: <laughs> all right, and I think, I think <clears throat> the only possible sync word for this can be a symbol. Yep. I think that's the only uh, possible word. Amanda, We've been waiting yeah. 11 years. I don't know
1: if Amanda knows that. Do you realize like Avengers Assemble is like the phrase in the comics and they have never said it in the movies until today?
3: No, I didn't know When notice. Kat
1: finally fucking said it and I put my fist in the air for Brent. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. No. Go for it. Well, well,
0: well, I, well. I punched I punched my fist down towards the ground just to, to fist bump Satan because he's oh. like he's like a bad dude, but he's like he really likes the adventures. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's but it's but universal, like everybody Avengers, likes so, it. You yeah. know.
1: Did you go straight yeah. through your dick? Straight down. <laughs> Wait what? Did you go straight through I your dick? Through straight through? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like Satan would like that. I
0: meant like off to the side. Okay, whatever, I mean, fine, that's fine. Yeah. That's that's
1: cool
3: too.
0: That's the benefit of sitting on the end, is you don't have to punch your dick, so nice. that's thats how I choose my seats now.
3: So sorry. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Amanda's
0: mm-hmm. Uh, having a good time here. We captured that burp. Yep.
3: I'm a lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, so yes, uh, assemble with, with oh, gusto. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what we were doing. Yeah, with gusto. Hell yeah. May gusto gusto. All right, so <laughs> assemble on three... One, two, three...
2: Assemble!
1: Excellent. Yeah. That's gonna work real well. I like
0: that. Yeah. Except I'm gonna edit mine and be like, symbol. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be like, is <laughs> Droopy the dog show up? Wow. He's a secret character? He was edited out of all the trailers.
1: I don't know if I told you, but uh, I saw something on, on Twitter, a, a non-spoiler spoiler for uh, Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. that someone was like, you know, I have to just throw this out there, really did not expect Mr. Bean to show up. And the fact that they gave him 40 minutes That's why the movie's so long You know, just to do his thing (laughs) Which I'm a big fan of That's great Oh no, I recorded over all that stuff We recorded the other day Okay. You're like, for real, Steven? I'm gonna shut this computer down right now
0: My dick fell straight (laughs) through hell to Satan. I didn't even have to punch wow. it this time. Yeah. An enthusiastic symbol, just like the other day. Excellent. And uh, we'll get this on and popping here.
1: All right.
0: Okay. Think <laughs> about so...
1: each other's
0: assholes. <laughs> <laughs> <Sainous> <laughs> is real. <laughs> All right, so sync word on three. One, two, three.
2: A symbol!
0: Okay. So, a symbol on three? I don't know. Why, di- why did I have to think of what number it was? Holy <laughs> shit. Damn. A symbol on 14? No, no, no. That's, not no that's not bad. Alright. Uh, maybe it's what 15. Is it again? Oh, I'm going the wrong way. Yeah, weird. Okay. Uh, a symbol on three? One, two, three. A symbol! Makes it extra All right. Hold, on. Hold on just one second. There's a a, a doggy at my door. Hold
3: okay. Brent. Brent, Brent, Brent.
1: Watch out for the tethered. Are you sure that's him?
3: I know. Or his mm-hmm. dog will be nervous. I don't know. Who knows?
1: He might have just killed him out there.
3: I know. You, you should ask him a question, and his grandma will know. I don't know. It's all questions he would <clears throat> know that I would. I know, I
1: Wait, what are we talking about?
3: Are you the doppelganger or are you Brent?
1: Are you tethered? Who, me? (laughs) Say,
2: do you have any pits?
3: (laughs) You're frozen in the creepiest spot.
1: It was pretty great. But I'm pretty sure That's what I normally look like. Yeah. Yeah,
3: because nobody could be as weird as you. So, That's right. Yeah. That's goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> funny.
0: This is like the infinity saga of podcasting Seriously. right
3: here. Literally, stay you yeah. could just like listen to this. Yeah. Not no need see to the watch movie.
0: the movie. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: that's what we play it here they, you'd be
0: like stuff. uh yeah so evidently they jump around a lot they jump to the end and then they jump back to the very beginning <laughs> talk about Hawkeye again and then but look there's just so much to discuss with this movie yeah. that it's just
3: mm-hmm. that's
0: the only way to approach it you know
3: I tried to that's pull a lot. Up like a like a chronology of it to be like oh we're gonna mm-hmm.
0: go through this no No, fuck it there's no. nah nah Ooh, I
1: just remember he had Doritos in there
3: you have, you still haven't eaten your Star Crunch.
1: Well, I can't because it's too loud on the podcast, but... Not, no, don't do like that. <laughs> it's very loud. That's super loud. Look how loud that is. There you go.
2: Welcome to the a-
0: the, the LTAS <laughs> ASMR channel. Do you like Star Crunch?
1: That was a good sound. Thanks for eating the bite of my Star Crunch I was saving this entire time.
3: I don't care.
2: <sighs> Did All
0: you right. say... Stark Runch.
1: Yay. Okay. One a bit chalky.
0: One final time. The end of an era. And this podcast. <laughs> Surprise, this is it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Wait. Oh, there shit. we go. Yeah, it's done. This podcast here. is over. The podcast Everyone's is
1: Everyone's like, yay! Yeah, <laughs> finally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, um... Wow. Okay. Uh, this is pertinent for the uh, oh. for the podcast. So let's let's re-sync real yeah. quick. Cool. All right. So assemble on three. One, two,
1: three. Assemble. assemble. Test, Amanda. Test.